When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast where we talk about young adult horror, mystery, supernatural, thriller, suspense. That was the last one. Horror. Horror. I think I said horror Oh, you said horror? Horror. 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 (laughs) Um, Yeah, we talk about those things like a couple of grown-up creeps. I'm your host, Lindsay Katai. I'm your other host, Kelly Nugent. And today we are talking about Christopher Pike's Spellbound. I'm so excited. Dude, we I, finally hit good Christopher yeah, Pike. I Lindsay, I've been I waiting for this, this day. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. good. I think this is the first Christopher Pike book I ever read. Mm. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, I load off. I was I'm so, so relieved. Ugh. I I was like, how much fucking longer because mm-hmm. like last act was a bit of a relief mm-hmm. but then, and then we jumped right back yeah. with chain not chain letter with uh final friends mm-hmm. not a total step back but oh it was definitely was so a misstep sick of that shit this was awesome it's dude. so good we're, uh, we're full on supernatural yes there's I, no God. revenge story uh-uh. none of the teens did something like truly horrible Mm -mm. that they're having to atone for yeah oh thank god and like the villain i don't i mean yes the villain was like super evil Mm -hmm. but like you kind of do have more than one dimension yeah you you're kind of like well like you didn't ask for this and like i I don't know i thought it was a really like the characters were pretty nuanced and yeah that's exactly the word i was about to use and i liked both cindy and alex Uh uh-huh who are our Pam was a little one dimensional. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but and she got described again. Oh god, horrendously. Yeah. I'm going to so read many- how they All right. So so the general story is that um a girl named Karen has been murdered. Mm-hmm. Supposedly a grizzly bear attacked her. Mm-hmm. That's what her boyfriend Jason said. But mm-hmm. a lot of people think that Jason killed her in a fit of rage. Mhm. Um, but now Jason just, what is it, six weeks later? Nine weeks. Nine weeks? When they said nine weeks, I was like, that's, that's not still enough too time. Soon. It's way too soon. So Jason nine is weeks now. Is like three months. It's nothing. I couldn't, like, it would take me six months to a year to get over a breakup, let alone my girlfriend being murdered by a grizzly like, bear. Like, brutally murdered. Mm-hmm. Torn apart. This book was very graphic. Very this is like I think like actual peak, violence, peak like sexy, scary, spooky, mm-hmm. uh, like the beginning of that for Christopher Pike because that's what I always remembered about Christopher Pike. Yeah, was that it was like scary, gory, and sexy. Yeah, for teens. Yep, and it, it this is it. It's finally begun. It's finally it's I'm begun. So relieved. Oh my god, <laughs> I was like, was I remembering? Christopher Pike better. No, this book was. It's so. Good. It's like legit good. It was good. I want. I'm so like, I want other people to read this book. I know. I want to talk about this. Book. I remember this now. I'm like, oh yes, yeah. I was not wrong. Christopher Pike books are great. What a relief. Yeah. So 
So anyway, Jay said in just nine weeks after his girlfriend is killed by a grizzly bear. In like dating. And there she's killed like in the mountains. Like in, there were the only two people yeah, there. In this like secluded, beautiful place where you're overlooking this waterfall. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nobody can corroborate no. his story. <coughs> no signs of a grizzly bear were found, etc. Mm-hmm. So and he has started dating our main character, Cindy Jones, mm-hmm. nine weeks later. And it opens with her reading a newspaper article mm-hmm. speculating that Jason did it. Yes. What a shitty newspaper article, for one thing. Okay, like, for, horribly yeah, first written. Of all, Kent horribly. Cook. What a hack. <laughs> what a hack. What a like, hack. First of all, it's first all speculation. Person? Yeah. First person speculation? I mean, is this the, like an op ed piece? Like, what is this? I guess it is an op ed piece, but like, where do you get off deciding that somebody. I mean, <sighs> it's some real Nancy Grace bullshit. Yes. Yeah. No, this is not like spotlight. No, he is not an investigative reporter. No. He's a douchebag. Yeah. Like berating police officers for information. They are in the middle of fucking nowhere in yeah, it's Wyoming. Yeah, like Wyoming Falls. Like Laramie Falls or something like something that. Something like that. So maybe he's just like one of three people that works at this paper and he's like, yeah, he's I like, will do. I'm really going to make make my mark with this story. Yeah. And he won't stop because he, re- he reports like. Three times. Seemingly yeah. every week. Yeah. On this same murder. I also, I, I enjoyed the specific that their local paper only comes out three times a week. Oh, did they say yeah. that? <laughs> Towards the end. Oh, my God. When she reads the second article. Okay. Just um, to make, the, I think that's probably one of those like retroactive, like I got to make the time match up sort of I things. Yes. I don't even think he had to say that. It was just like a bit of local color. There were some things that I was like, why did we mention that? Specifically, uh, I want to say Munchausen. I know that's not his name. The teacher (laughs) who does the scientific experiments. Oh, I guess that's like the modern, like the Western version of like fucking with like animals and playing God versus like the shaman version of playing God. Oh, that's interesting. I wasn't thinking of it that way. I just thought of that right now. basically (laughs) forgotten about that man. (laughs) I well, read that. He's part there for like three two pages. or three weeks ago, and I was like, I, I don't remember. Yeah, he's well, he's, he is not right, relevant. He's like he's he's like dissecting. He's like doing a some, rabbit. He's doing some fucked is it a up rabbit? shit. He, no, it's a like little gerbil hamster thing. Okay, and he is like injecting it with carcinogens, and then you draining all of its blood. I know, but he's such a smart scientist that like. Oh my fucking god! You know what it is? Okay, so he's such a smart scientist that like um, national scientific journals are uh, publishing his, his work. work, just like how the shaman, the grandfather, is from a small town in Africa, but he's nationally mm. recognized as like a go-to for the shamanism. That's I think he is supposed to be like the the Western dual of Bala's fa- grandfather. That's very interesting. I now that you're reminding me of this, (laughs) my theory was now that I've remembered reading it, um, it was just to show that Joni wasn't bothered by gore. I think that too, because she was not. Yeah, and when she was like, "I smell blood." Yeah, that's when I was like, "Oh, good." I yeah, there's definitely supernatural shit in this one. Thank God. And her eyes are spooky, spooky black eyes. Spooky black eyes with speckles of different colors. Mm -hmm. She's got vultures. Very beautiful though. Mm-hmm. 
They all are, except for the chubby boy except crazy for ones. Poor, the, except for poor Pam. Except for the chubby sluts. That was the <laughs> <laughs> that was the first uh, photo I took. Was um, so here's how Pam is described. Um, so first of all, Pam is Cindy's best friend. Um, she has a foreign exchange student from Nigeria, right? Mm-hmm. From Nigeria, like just uh, Nigeria adjacent. Let's say. I think they actually say Nigeria. Oh, do they? Yeah. I believe so, like a small village in Nigeria. In Nigeria, okay. So he's like this tall, really handsome, powerful black man, which just thank God he's not from a gang in LA. Yeah, oh, thank God. It's a a little bit of a swing in the other direction of like everyone in Africa is tribal and magic. Yes. Um, But it's at least not the like, quote unquote, magical Negro complex Mm -hmm. that are in uh, books and movies where it's like, the black person is just around to like bring a bit of magic to the white person's life and like wake them up to right the beauty of things or whatever the fuck right he's a straight up love interest like the secret life of bees i hate that book i hate that <gasps> oh my god book. thank god i hate that book i hate that book it is just because it's, it's like it's an entire book of magical negro it, yeah well, it's, it's infuriating it's just this white girl it's little runaway yeah or something who is thank god taken in by these kind black women mm-hmm. who are all practicing like the goddess magic of seashells and bees or yeah. whatever and basically they just exist to m- help her achieve revelations about her own life yeah <sighs> one dimensional anyway yeah just a whole book of mm-hmm. magical negro complex mm-hmm but I mean, he he try like he actually tries to warn a lot of people about stuff, and they do not listen. That's what I liked. Yeah. Is at first I was like, uh oh, I don't remember <laughs> where this Bala stuff is going. Yeah. But he is a fully fleshed out character. He's a hero. Mm-hmm. He saves people. He's clued in on things mm-hmm. more so than anyone else. Martha, <laughs> <laughs> listen. <laughs> um. Also, I mean, I want to say like th- this book is written by a white man. And usually white men are threatened by the sexuality of black men and seek to thwart that or de- demasculinize Especially them. when it's with a white woman. Yes, especially. But, but Cindy here, and Pam are all about. No, everyone's Bala? all about Bala. Bala and Bala? everyone Probably Bala. I think it's probably Bala. And even uh, Alex, Cindy's brother, is like... <laughs> The face you just made was very like um, Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> I'm, uh, listeners, I'm trying to figure out the cushion that I've put on this chair because I feel like a child when we sit at this table and I feel like it changes how I speak. Yeah. So I was trying to rearrange the cushion and I fell into it and made a face like a six-year-old. Mm, like, um, also, listeners, try and listen back and figure out when Lindsay got that yeah, cushion. Take a can guess. You, can you figure it out? <laughs> uh, but I wonder if it is noticeable or it's just me. I mean, I'm I really sure that there like, is a different attitude. I'm sure there is. Yeah. I feel like I've gotten less like vocal fry. Like, uh, oh, <laughs> um, I'm having a voice issue today. If, if listeners can tell, I'm a little sicky poo, mm-hmm. a little sicky girl. Um, but yeah, sound like great anyway. even thank you. Even oh. Alex is like um, comparing Jason and Bala. Like, hello, yeah, it's like, J- like no brainer. Jason sucks. Like yeah. Bala's the best. Yeah, like, everybody loves Bala. He is. Yeah. The, he is like dope as fuck. There's everybody loves him. No racism. No. Which, all right, I understand racism is systemic. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm happy to read a book without it. Yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> I was a little worried because we had, I mean, it was a little tricky the last time there was a black character yes. in the Christopher Pike books. But also one, like a hero and fully dimensional. Yeah. Fully dimensional. This was great. I don't know if that's how you can put dimensions. <laughs> anyway. Fully dimensional. Fully dimensional. So Cindy, yeah, has a brother, Alex. He's younger. He has a crush on Joni Harper, mm-hmm. new girl at school, came around the same time as Bala. Mm-hmm. You guess if that's significant or not. It is. It's so significant. So significant. <laughs> and they also seem similar, right? Cindy, like, is watching them and she's like, ah, oh, there's something. Do they know each other? Yeah. They and have, like, a connection. Yeah. And there's, there's an- something otherworldly about both of them. Mm-hmm. Hmm. There's an intimacy while at the same time Joni is avoiding him. Mm-hmm. She's, like, very standoffish and cold. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. And Joni is British. Mm-hmm. And Bala is Nigerian. He mm-hmm. is there as a foreign exchange student in Pam's house. Mm-hmm. Pam's got the hots for him. Mm-hmm. Post breakup with Ray, who is the school doof or oaf. Yeah, he's kind of an oaf. The jockish track Neanderthal. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he also um, is has this kind of friendship and like one way nemesis with Alex. Yeah, there's competitiveness because they're both on track together. Mm-hmm. So even though they, you know, are both racking up points for their school, they're <laughs> each trying to beat each other's right. time. Right. Um but yeah, Ray's really nice, actually. Yeah, he's pretty nice. He makes shitty comments to Pam. And yeah. he wants to ask out Joni and he's a little bit objectifying about her, but like mostly he's nice. Yeah, and he's, I mean, he's super nice to Alex. Like, he looks yeah. up to Alex. He, he really likes Alex. But Alex has all this weird, like, internalized shit with Ray, yeah. where he's like, mm, like, we're competing. Mm, like, I. Alex's insecurity yeah. makes him not as good a friend to Ray. Right. And even when Ray is like, should I not go after Joni? He's like, mm, I don't know. Do what you want. Yeah. And then Again, Ray's like, the, okay. Like, I don't want to be not a nice guy. So yeah. I'm not going to say, like, no, I, I like her. God, guys, communication. That is so key. key. Like, Mm -hmm. it will sting more in the instant, but in the long run, good gosh, you're going to be, you're going to be much happier. And here's the thing about that question is nobody wins with that question Mm -hmm. because the person asking it wants you to say it's fine. Mm -hmm. And the person answering it wants to be able to say it's fine because if they say it's not fine, then Mm -hmm. the asker is mad. If they say it's fine, the answerer is mad. And then you just don't win. The third variable, which neither of these boys is really considering, is Joni. Like, is she gonna? Does she like Ray? Does she like? Well, that's up to her, Alex. Yeah, that's up to her. Like, so like, I guess they're kind of they're debating the step before even approaching her. Yeah, and then it's up to her what happens. (laughs) But so Cindy's pushing Alex to ask Joni out. Yeah. So they're at school. I want to read how. Poor Pam. Fucking Pam is introduced. Jesus Christ. So, like, talking about Pam's asking, should she make a move on Bala? <laughs> like, Cindy raised an interested eyebrow. Pam was no one's choice for Miss Timber. She looked too much like her old boyfriend, Ray Bauer. She was a head shorter than Cindy, and her backside was chunky, which, Jesus Christ, what the yep. fuck? Yep. She also had a big nose. He's obsessed with people with big noses. Yes. Yet Pam somehow avoided being a, d- a dog. A dog. Nobody calls women a dog anymore. A dog. Thank God. 
and Cindy thought it was because she always seemed so ready for a good time. She was not all talk, not when it came to sex. Every time she'd been alone with Ray, Cindy had received a full report. Ew. Mm. Ew. So she's an ugly slut. Again, is what it's like, like is saying. That it's sucks. like you can make up for your unattractiveness by having sex, but having sex makes you boy crazy, and boy crazy is wrong. Yeah. It's, uh, you can't win. You cannot win. I you can't win. Hopefully this phases out. As much as I like this book, I could definitely do yeah. without dealing with this shit again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Thinking, thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just under chin. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Screwed up mouth. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we've got all the girls want Bala. Meanwhile. All two of them. All two of them. Because, <laughs> yeah, we don't really meet any other girls in this book. No. I would say fine. this is great because there aren't too many characters. Yeah. Because he that has, been a problem. has had trouble juggling, like, a thousand Four characters. girls and two guys in the right. first book. It's too much. Five or six. Really, we have people one, in. two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, wait, no, Kent doesn't matter. So like seven main players, kind of. Um, oh no, I'm sorry, Karen doesn't matter. She's dead. Yeah. So like six, which I think is more manageable. Well, I guess it's just that he does such a better job of um, distinguishing one from another. Like they have actual personalities that are very different. You know what I was very realizing? Different relationships with each other, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was thinking back to the book after I had read it. I could not remember what color the girl's hairs were. Oh. Which is, I think, a great step. Yeah. Because usually he's like, mm, she's a their brunette. Hair she's a sweet brunette. She's a dirty, sexy blonde. She's mm-hmm. a she's beautiful a, auburn yeah. vixen. And yeah, here, I, I, really I don't remember know. what anyone Joni looks has like black hair. Apart from Joni. Right. And that Pam has a chunky backside. Right. And a big nose. <laughs> chunky. <laughs> I mean, who takes the time to notice the fat on the back? That's rude. backside is butt. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have I have some rolls that fold. Yeah. <laughs> well, backside is backside butt. is good. Yeah, men like that. Why are you knocking it? Pe- Pike? People like big butts. I, I don't know if he's gay. Maybe. I don't know. All of his male know. characters are so like friend zoned. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, uh, I take that back. You know what? Uh, side note, my uh, dream for doing this podcast is that um, he hears about it, <laughs> forgives us for knocking his first like five books. Yeah. And uh, I get to write the screenplay <gasps> for all of the last vampire movies. Awesome. I would love that. I would do that. That would be awesome. It would be awesome. Um, so Karen... I'm sorry, Karen's dead. Cindy um, is kind of torn because she's the girlfriend of Jason, who is like popular, jock. He's the son of the mayor. He's very rich. Like, is he the son of the mayor? Is that who he is? Like, mayors aren't wealthy. No, I mean maybe they're like independently wealthy. Yeah. So I don't remember. But he's like he's an important kid, Mm -hmm. and he's extremely wealthy, Mm -hmm. and that's why he's being attacked. Yes, that's why he's being attacked by Kent Cook, uh, the journalist. Again, a little bit of a Clark Kent 
thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm what a nerd. <laughs> what a fucking nerd. His name is Christopher Pike. <laughs> nerd. Nerd, nerd, nerd. Um, and Cindy is kind of, I, I liked Cindy a lot. She. Yeah. She's um, likable. Yeah. That's only in last act was the. Yes. Main female character likable. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she has like very real interests and wants and desires. Like she's very interested in like the occult and magic. And she's she's not just talking about boys. No. Like she's definitely attracted to Bala, but it seems very specific. She's mm-hmm. just like really drawn to him, really attracted to him, but not in a I gotta lose my V card kind of a way. Well, yeah, I think in past books jason would have been the hero definitely whereas he is not here Mm-mm. he Jason's is the butt of every joke date rapist oh jerk. my god that oh, was handled yes. so well though yeah he was actually villainized yeah. for trying to force himself on cindy because she after that was like okay fuck, fuck you, you forever i'm gonna no go testify at your fucking yeah, trial I'm gonna make sure you get locked up for murder that was awesome that was awesome so, and and I, it was so well done. All right, so they all end up going back to the site. Jason wants to bring everybody to the site of Kern's yeah. murder. When, like, first of all, ding, 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 red flags. What the Who does fuck? that? Who wants to Who go there? does that? What? He's saying, like, he wants some closure or something, which is fucking bullshit. I know. They're all going up there. <laughs> and Cindy slips, falls in a river. Because, Everybody has yeah. to try to save her. Everyone is trying to save her. Everyone's mm-hmm. jumping in the river. Yeah. Everyone's running down the river. Everyone's uh-huh. Bala is like scaling rock. And <laughs> Bala's amazing. Yeah. Bala super like strong. taps into his like other traits he's picked up from the animals he's mm-hmm. inhabited. Mm-hmm. Which sounds so much worse than I'm than yeah. than it seemed when I was reading it. <laughs> um and saves her, but Jason is pissed because he was hanging off of a a log, like this like, overhanging down branch to grab her. Yeah. And was sure that he'd be able to save her. And then that sets off some some alarm bells in Cindy's brain. Like, yeah. Like things start to add up. She doesn't feel great about him anymore. And then she's twisted her ankle. She's nearly died. Yeah. And Jason insists on bringing her back to his house. There's like so much. And then tries to force himself on her. There was like so much weird. Like he is such a fucking narcissist throughout this whole thing. He's a mess. He's a mess. Because, okay, first of all, he's like, let's go to this cave. And they're all like, okay. And then he's like, she slips. And then he is hanging from the branch. And then after she is saved by Bala, not him, Mm -hmm. he keeps asking her, what did you think when you saw me hanging from the branch? Yeah. Which is like so fucking That makes no sense. Weird. And then Bala's carrying her back to the car Jason's and she falls asleep. Pissy about He's Bala so carrying pissy. her. And then he lies. When she wakes mm-hmm. up in his car, she's like, Did you did Bala carry me? And he's like, We both did. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, he insists on like on that she take her clothes off and put them in the dryer. And I liked Cindy's mindset here because she's like okay i i don't have great feelings but that does make sense to me like i'm covered in wet clothes Mm -hmm. that's not comfortable this is my boyfriend sure i'll put on a robe you make me some hot chocolate i'm fucking traumatized yeah but she is getting the sense that like 
Jason's energy is off. Yeah. Well, because she's like, there's something different about the way I see him and I can't place why. And she says, it's not just because I'm interested in Bala. Like there's something weird. Something with Jason. Switched. Yeah. Yeah. Because she was feeling a lot of affection for him heading up there. Mm -hmm. And a lot of sympathy for what he's going through with being suspected of murdering Karen. Yeah. And then she she keeps thinking, I noticed something mm-hmm. before I fell. What was it? Why do I yeah. feel this way? And then she is definitely thinking it's weird that Jason is pressuring her to like stay and drink hot chocolate and take her clothes off. Yeah. And then he starts trying to have sex with her. Yeah. And she's like... She pushes him off. She, so the first time she's like, well, I just really don't want to i'm yeah, like, like really fucked up and traumatized from this thing mm-hmm. like let's just not i'd rather just yeah rest. i just need to sleep and he's like yeah 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 yeah. and then she's sleeping and she yeah. wakes full on up, date rape mode yeah to him trying to have trying his way to untie the robe and then he says like you parade around in that robe like that and it's like you asked her to put on that fucking robe yeah i can't believe you won't put out and then this is where it's like Yes, this is the yeah. Christopher Pike strong female character yeah. that I have been waiting to see because she's like, how fucking dare you? Yeah. You do not get to say those things to me. Yeah, Go fuck yourself. She's like, goodbye. Yeah. She's like, I'm out of here. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's like, fine, but I'm leaving. Yeah. Taking none of it. Yeah. And she leaves. Meanwhile, on the the other POV character that we have, is Cindy's brother, Alex, um, who had brought Joni up to the the like woods with like it was it turned out it ended up being like this crazy triple date thing because mm-hmm. it was just gonna be Cindy and Jason and Jason, which thank God it wasn't. And then Bala came, Pam came, and and then she invited Alex and and Alex Joni and Joni came and. Alex is like in love with Joni. He's obsessed. He keeps like thinking that he's like, he's so drawn to her. He's so like, there's something extra pulling him to her. Mm-hmm. And he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Um, but he's like, ah, I'm like, I got to take her home. And luckily, before he had returned home, I guess Cindy earlier that day said to his parents, like, listen, he's probably going to be bringing this girl home for a snack. Like, don't embarrass him. And his parents, yeah. Are so respect that understanding my parents <laughs> yeah. would never like they would have been like who is that like they would not have i am i was so far from dating anyone in high school <laughs> that i have no idea what the treatment would have been no idea i can't even guess as to what my mother would have allowed and not allowed my mom would have been she she i don't think she would have let that person in my mom was way cooler than me oh really as a as a youth, as a youth, so who knows? Because yeah. you can never tell if that's going to make somebody more protective yes, or less protective. I know. Uh, I want to say less protective because she's very like respectful of boundaries and hands off, and we have a close relationship. That's nice. Uh, so, but yeah, so so he he has brought Joni back, and he's like, "Do you like tea?" And she's like, "I fucking love tea." And he's like, "Great, <laughs> all about that." Yeah, she's tea. like. Fuck yeah, I'm English. Of course I love <laughs> you tea. Fucking idiot. Yeah. And he's like, great. And he goes to make the tea and then he's like, Oh, um, 
the water's going to boil. I have to go like change my clothes because I'm also drenched because I tried to jump in and save my sister. I could not save her. Oh, here's what I love hmm. is that in that exchange, he's like, I'll put a kettle on. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? Yeah. You're a fucking teenager. Yeah. What teenager is like, mm, excuse me, I'll put a kettle yeah. on. When he's in, I'll put a kettle on. Angela Lansbury. Yes. I was like, is this like 1965 <laughs> and you are I'll put the kettle man. on. I'll put the kettle on. And he's like, goodbye. I'm going to go change. So he goes to change and he comes back. He's totally forgotten about the tea. She, uh, Joni, is pouring the tea and they sit down on the couch and things start getting a little touchy feely. He did. And her skin is hot. And when he's making out with her, he feels like almost as if she could consume him. Like they're so enveloped in each other. And she says things to him like, do you ever want things that you shouldn't? And like she's saying all this like really cryptic, cryptic so stuff. So cryptic. But he's interpreting everything as her talking about sex. Yeah. He's like, oh, but I get she's it. talking about eating his sheath. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I forgot that they all have sheaths sucking up that sheath yeah yeah so they're <laughs> communicating about different things oh here's here's something here's something so oh just at the race she tells him so this is when the cryptic shit starts is uh he lowered his gaze i hope you didn't enjoy watching me lose and she says i think you run better when you are chasing than when you were being chased he raised his head huh Joni smiled her top teeth playing over her lower lip you should be the hunter, not the hunted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, she's interesting. She's very into, like, predator-prey relationships mm-hmm. and using them to talk about other things. And then even later, he's like, I thought you said I was supposed to be the hunter. She's like, yeah, yeah, that was then. Um, and <laughs> that this was in a race. I'm the hunter, bitch. <laughs> I'm the hunter now. <laughs> um, Give up that sheath. Yeah, give me that sheath. Mm-hmm. Um, Gotta have it. And so, like, they're macking out, and then... I think, right? She says, like, I gotta go. They they have a long, deep kiss. Oh, that's right. Mother. The mom mm-hmm. kind of shows up. She doesn't actually enter the room. Right. She's just like, hey, is that you? Are you home? Yeah. Where's your sister? Leaves them his space and then uh-huh. leaves, but the spell is broken. Joni gets the F out. Yes. she Because she's, exactly, the spell is broken. Because mm-hmm. she is trying not to kill Alex. Because she likes him. Yeah. But she's a predator yeah she can't help it he was right in front of her mm-hmm. but she's doing everything she can her vulture self is doing everything she can yeah to jump around a little and at this point she's not because it seems that she like goes from being like strong because she's just consumed a sheath and then it slowly mm-hmm. kind of wears off and then she gets yeah, more she needs more desperate so at this point she's not super desperate yet and she's just like mm, like i'll be fine like l- let's just not kiss anymore and she's able to kind of end that. Um, and then what happens after that? Good question. <laughs> I oh, like. I know that that's there... when we go to Cindy almost getting raped. Oh yeah, because it cuts then, back and forth between them a lot. Yeah, and then it's it's uh, that week at school. Joni's staying home all week because she's getting drained. Didn't mm-hmm. eat Alex. She didn't eat Alex. She's got to feed. She's telling Alex to stay away she, though. Yeah, he keeps she calling doesn't her. want him to get hurt yeah she doesn't want to eat him. her yeah which is like so sweet oh so sweet that she doesn't <laughs> want to eat him what a love yeah they have and um, so so he's all like you know kind of moping around he's like oh she's not feeling well i'm so worried about her and then ray is like listen 
Joni called me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go hang out with her. She asked yeah, me out. She asked me out for Saturday. And he's like, what? I told you I told you I liked her. And he's like, yeah, but I asked. And you said nothing. nothing. And then she called me. Yeah. She wants to go out with me, man. I'm like, it. I'm going to go out. And so, you know, Alex is like, mm, okay. And like is kind of bummed. They do another race <laughs> at some point. They have two races. He follows after the race that he finds okay. out. Yes. Um, but then Ray is still pretty nice because he's yeah. like, look, we're friends. Um, and then he, he does, he says a weird thing that is another indication that like she is otherworldly. Yeah. Because he's like, look, I love Pam. I'm definitely going back to Pam, but I can't explain it. This girl has a spell on me. Yeah. And I need to just go out with her this one time and figure out what it's about. And then he Poor dies. Ray. Yeah, he dies. His sheath gets eaten. His sheath gets, gets eaten. His body gets torn up. There, this book was so graphic. Like they were talking about uh, uh, Kent Cook, the journalist. Mm-hmm. Like is like. By the way, there's like new evidence about what happened to Karen's body. Yeah, and it was as if someone had grabbed her by the ears and squished just her head. squished her yeah. head. This is like Game of Thrones, <laughs> uh, the Viper shit. Is that the guy's name? That um, Viper guy? I don't know. Anyway, the guy whose head gets crushed. I by the mountain that season oh no no no! i remember that yeah where he pops his eyes like a grape um <laughs> so we kind of skipped the part about how bala talks about his shaman heritage right which i couldn't i was like oh, this is what he was <coughs> wanting to do in weekend yeah he was wanting the whole shaman thing he was wanting the put yourself in an animal spirit mm-hmm. and that's why Fucking what's her face? I can't even remember her name. Now. No, all of their names. Shawnee. Shawnee. Shawnee was from That's that. why Shawnee went in the Blackbird and flew to the window, but then nothing ever came of no. it. And I'm just guessing it's because he was either dancing around going the supernatural route. Yeah. Or they were like, you got to cut the, super, the supernatural shit. Supernatural shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so let me, I did take a screenshot of, of Bala talking about his. Is this during when, when they're doing heritage. like the meet and greet in class? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. His full name is, this is going to be so embarrassing to, <laughs> for me to say. <laughs> Bhairavi Bala Ratala of Maudogan. Uh, you Maudogan? did pretty well. Anyway, who knows even. But Bhairavi means like a shaman. Mm-hmm. And he says, I am directly descended from a shaman or what you might know as a sorcerer, which I love that there was a time where it was like what's a shaman yep i loved that my grandfather is considered a mighty shaman as a show of respect for him and then like could you give us an example of abilities of knowledge your shaman might possess that we would consider extraordinary um cindy keeps asking about it cindy's fascinated so into it. it she loves this stuff um you can put so he as a young boy was put in a trance by somebody chanting softly in his ear he would go into a meditative state and then his spirit and the animal's spirit would switch places. Right. Like they would place the animal in front of him and they would be like locking eyes. Mm-hmm. You have to be looking into their eyes yep. to do it. So the experience of him, he he didn't say that it was him. He just said the he said boy. a kid. Yeah. If a line was being used, he would feel the strength of the lion's claws, even understand what it was like to think like a lion, but at all times never lost the awareness that he was a boy. So it's less like a transfer and more like a merger. Mm-hmm. And then that's what happened to Joni to jump ahead a little bit. Yeah. Um, which is that even though she wasn't of their 
tribe. His grandfather saw a lot of potential in her when they came to their village. He was training her in it. But when they merged, it was like Joni went fully into the vulture. Well, like, yeah. Freaked out because flew away and got shot by her own father. Because Bala has said, even like he's like he did, he was like I didn't even know anyone that got put into a vulture. Yeah, why do the vulture? Because that was like zero to sixty. It's a creepy animal. Yeah, but he's so the grandfather's like because Joni is there because her parents are like missionaries or doctors or some kind of thing where they're going doctors, to Africa. Yeah. They're doctors, and so they're there, and yeah, she gets switched. And I guess the Joni, as we know her, is gone or in the ether or something. She's gone into the animal for sure. And the animal is killed. So we don't know what is going on with Joni's soul. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. And what remains is Joni's body and this vulture, the vulture soul. spirit. Yeah. Which is, I guess, merging with her brain and thoughts and ideas. Mm-hmm. So I guess what it actually is, is it's not like full Joni left, but it's like the... Yeah, the spirit yeah, of the, the animal is in Joni now. Yeah. And so she's something more than what she used to be, but she's not a full vulture. Right. She's both more and less than what she was. Because yeah, there's like her soul's it. gone, but then this vulture soul's in there, but then also her brain is there and her thoughts and memories and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Joni is getting hungry. Yeah, because she's, she's got to feed on not the soul of... This is what's so interesting. Okay, yeah. Not the soul of the person, but the sheath that separates the soul from the body. And mm-hmm. she needs that to keep her own vulture spirit in her human body. Right. So that's why it she gives keeps her humanity. Conf- yeah, that's why she keeps having to consume them. Because otherwise she can't keep the two together. Mm-hmm. So she like, she kill, and she can only do it of people who love her. It, Yeah. It's, they don't explain that, but that's fine. I mean, I don't yeah, need, just I mean, cool. magic. That's the whatever. word. That's the world of magic. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Uh, but yeah, like it, it only helps if the person loves her, and if they really, really love her, it's like that's going to hold her over for a long time. It's like how in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, Buffy's blood is extra yes. special. The Slayer blood is mm-hmm. more special than human blood. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. That's that's why everybody happens. wants to drink her blood. Everyone wants to drink that Slayer blood. Mm-hmm. Um, Yummy. So, so Bala's like, hey, everyone, like, do not go near Joni. Like, mm-hmm. But he can't explain that because no. it sounds insane. So he's just trying to yeah. warn everybody from going near her because they, now they've found Ray's body after their yeah. date. She ate Ray. She ate Ray right the hell up. She ate his sheath and he's dead. And now she's looking great. She looks great. So refreshed. Because she's so refreshed. Her cheeks are rosy. Her hair is lustrous. She's got a great night's sleep. She, yeah, she's, she got a solid like 12 hours. Like mm-hmm. she's feeling awesome. Yeah. And not that like made me more tired 12 no, hours. No, 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 no. That like, oh, oh I needed that. Like she 12 needed hours. it. Mm-hmm. And she slept like hard and yeah. doesn't remember any of her dreams. Like yep. that's how oh. well she slept. See, I need to remember some of them to feel like I slept. Really? If I wake up and I don't remember anything, it doesn't feel like I slept at all. Interesting. I, I usually remember. remember my dreams. Me too. I yeah. I had a weird SNL one last night. The musical <laughs> guest was like a metal band, and then it turned into Inception, and walls started to move. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, I'm trying to remember mine from last night. I actually can't remember what they are right now. Well, stay tuned next week, guys. Well, dreams, you know. Dreams. 
Uh, I bought a book. I bought a Jung book. I like Carl. Uh huh. Carl Jung. Um, about dreams being symbolic. And I was like, I'm so gonna learn all. <gasps> oh my about god! This. I just remembered what I was. haven't read it yet. Okay. Okay. Oh, I remember. Great. It was horrifying. <laughs> oh, no, it was not great. Really fucking awful and scary. Um. Oh, I must have been like really clenching my teeth, which I do a lot. Mm -hmm. So I was feeling like pain in my teeth. Mm -hmm. And I had a dream that like a serial killer caught me and was just pulling out my teeth one by one and was like breaking some of them, but they would just like stay in my mouth, but they'd be broken. And I just was like pulling out like, and I had escaped and no one believed that I had been caught by the serial killer. And I just that's so unfair. And I just spat into my hands and it was just broken teeth. And I was like, see, like, this is what he did to me. And I was like crying. I was like, why doesn't anyone believe me? And they were like, gross, gross, gross. And then I woke up and it was one of those where you wake up and you're like, I hate crying. You're like, I hate the ones where I'm trying to scream in my sleep. And you don't. You're like, yeah. And it's like being underwater. Yes. Nothing happens. It's so frustrating. Or when you're trying to like run or punch someone or kick someone and it's just mm-hmm. like, yep. <laughs> you're not yeah, doing you anything. You can't run fast. Again, it feels like you're underwater. Mm-hmm. Those teeth drains are so common though. Yeah, I get those a lot. Mm-hmm. Usually it's not like it was like each, I could the feel each thing. Usually they're just falling teeth. out. Ugh. Yeah, he yeah. would just break the molars. And I oh remember God. feeling like they were like into four pieces, but he hadn't pulled them out. Mm. So I just pulled them out. It was really <laughs> gross. <laughs> but I do get the falling out teeth all the time. Like yeah. I'll just be sitting there and I'll be like, huh? And I'll just like keep pulling out oh, teeth God. and I'll be like, what? <laughs> like loose hairs that fall on <laughs> yeah. your shirt and you're like, oh. Yeah, but they're just teeth. And I'm just like, oh, what? I used to have night terrors as a kid. I really? would get up and run all around the house. Oh, no. Um, And it was the only one I remember is that the purple smooths from the My Little Pony movie was after me oh no <laughs> oh how cute yeah, I'm very afraid my my boyfriend will sometimes get up and sleep walk and talk oh but the cl- like in my old apartment like it was the blair witch project i would wake up and he'd be no in a corner no facing the corner no! because it was too dark and he would he didn't know where to go because it wasn't his apartment <laughs> oh my god that's horrifying yeah and I would wake up and he'd just be standing there. I was like, <laughs> that's so scary. Um, but the most recent one was very clear. He got up and was like, where's the dog? Where's the dog? Where's Edwin? Where's the dog? And I was like, he's outside. Everything's fine. You're, yeah. you're, you're in bed. Yeah. You were, you're dreaming. You're mm-hmm. dreaming. Everything's fine. He goes, okay, I'm just going to check. And he stands up and he walks around the bed and then he just walks up to my nightstand and sta- and stares straight forward and i was like you're still in the bedroom <laughs> you're still in the bedroom and he goes okay <laughs> back to bed. Oh, that's so cute he was so worried about the dog that's so cute did you ever get uh sleep paralysis sort of but not okay. not like some people have it i've gotten it bad it mine has only lasted a second usually mine is uh my dreams cause me to get up and run Oh, instead of, instead of <laughs> make me stuck. <laughs> uh, I've gotten it a couple times where I haven't seen the figure, mm-hmm. but two times I've seen the figure. And the first time I was like maybe five and it was standing at like my door to my bedroom. Ugh. And then the other time I was in college and I was taking a nap on someone's couch 
and I could like see my arm because I was, I guess I was like laying that way and then the foot of the couch and like I could see my arm and I was like move, 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 move and it wouldn't move. Ugh. And then I look up and there's just this guy and he's like bluish gray and he looks like he's like been washed up from like he's like de- been dead in the water for a long time and he looks he's like all bloated and gross looking and he's wearing a trench coat and a mm. 1940s hat what yeah and i was just like <laughs> what the fuck and then i was just like ah, 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 move 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 and he just stood there and watched me and then i guess i eventually woke up like you fully said, you said the figure as if yeah so people like usually the... yeah there's the figure so people usually see some kind of bluish grayish figure and it can look kind of demonic and scary I haven't seen that, but uh, like a shadow figure yeah. where it's just like, or it not, could just be no shadowy. Blue, it's just, yeah. it's as if there's an all black shadow figure yeah. standing in the corner. Yeah, that's the figure. That happens to me so frequently yeah. when I try to fall asleep now. And for you the, like, can't the last look three directly months. at it. Yeah. Yeah. For the last three months, I'll, I'll wake up and I'll think that somebody's there. Yeah. And it's terrifying. It's the figure. Or when I am trying to sleep, waves of fear. It can only be described as waves of fear pass through me. Yes. Not even like, oh, I'm afraid. No, a wave like of horrifying. Physical, yes. yes, a physical yes. sensation of fear and I, yes. passes through. And then you wake up, yeah. right? Yes. Or it's like, I'm not even asleep yet. Yeah. I'm like just starting no, you're, to you're fall asleep. You're in the twilight. Yeah. Yes, I've gotten that. Really? Yes. No, it's like, brand new to me. This did not used to happen and it's driving me up the wall you know i will i will get that too where it's just like it is exactly a wave like it comes up and yeah it's it like a all consuming yeah it's like a shimmering sensation yeah. of fear that passes through your whole body and for some reason leaves my fear is almost connected to falling asleep or yeah. something where i'm like i don't want uh, well there's like, that i don't want to be here i don't want to be sleeping i don't want to be yes doing this i yes yeah that's exactly yeah. what happens Where, like, to like, me. You're like, I need to get away from whatever this is happening. Yeah. But you're just laying this, there. This falling asleep yes. is bad and dangerous. Yes. 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 And I'm, oh every God. time I'm like, am I dying? Like, yeah. am I going to die? Is that yeah. why? Is my body telling me I'm dying? That's exactly yes. what I've been going through. That's yes. insane. It's exactly I that. thought it was such a personal mm. experience. I'm so relieved. No, that I it's feel not. so relieved. Or I'm terrified because we are yeah. both and and like it's a universal thing that you're almost in a dead zone. Yeah, no, or something. The thing that I'm worried about is like, I'm like, okay, is there some sort of fucking like mold growing at Nerdist that like is like <laughs> causing this? Like I, my first thought was like, okay, something in LA is happening to like people of our generation or something. Really? That was my first thought. I got scared. Well, I'm not at Nerdist that often. Oh, I guess not. So it probably isn't that. Okay. And it's only been like the past few months. Okay, there's me. something in the air in Los Feliz. But you you get the thing where right as you're falling asleep, it, it's like all of a sudden your body jerks, right? Uh, That's yeah. super normal. But yeah. is it um is it ever accompanied by a dream where you're pushed or you're falling? Uh, usually I'm like, yes. I either am wa- I'm like walking upstairs or downstairs, and I miss a step, mm-hmm. and I will feel my little knee yeah. come up and like jerk. Yep. Um or I don't, not really pushed, but mostly just falling. I'm often pushed. Really? Off a chair, off a building, <laughs> I'm being pushed. Um, it's not fun. There is one that I've gotten, and I was so grateful that my sister has gotten it too, um, which is really horrifying. But in the moment you're not scared is when you are, it only happens when I'm like incredibly stressed out. Mm-hmm. And oh. how's that? <laughs> um, when I'm incredibly stressed out and I'm falling asleep and 
I wake up and I'm so out of it that I don't know who I am, mm-hmm. where I am. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just looking and I'm like, this is a room. It's a void. There's nothing. Yeah. It's just nothing. But There's you're no not information. You don't even There's know. There's no like data yeah. in your brain. There's you don't even know enough to be scared. Like you're just like, okay, like um I don't I'm feel in this room. scared by the lack of really knowing things. As yeah. I start to remember more, I get scared. But really at first I'm like, okay, I don't It's the know opposite who for I me. Am. Really? Yeah. Until I start remembering things, I get very freaked out. Okay. So I'm that's interesting. Not, but yeah. the wave of fear thing. That's so no, that's, that's so, so insane. And I've only started getting it within <gasps> the past like year. I, it has not been something I've actually I want to say the past six months. That Me I've too. been getting it where it's like it started I'm, at the beginning I'm of the like year. Falling asleep. And then I'm like, oh no, don't sleep. And like it's so like all encompassing. Like you're just like, no. Like that is wake so up. Weird. Like you should it not be sleeping. In February for me. What the fuck? It started in February. <laughs> I have no memory of this happening ever before. Is this caused by re- reading Christopher Pike books? Oh my god! But we <laughs> didn't start the podcast in February, no. right? When did we start? And the you know podcast? what? <laughs> Actually, you know what? It happens in my bed too. But I found that it does happen more f- with more frequency if I'm falling asleep. No, it happens in my bed with just as much frequency. Never mind. Because I was going to say when I was on the plane to Montana, mm-hmm. oh God, that was happening so much. Like I'd be falling asleep and I'd be like, oh God, don't sleep. And it's mm-hmm. just that fear. At, that's crazy. So weird. It doesn't happen when my boyfriend goes to bed at the same time as me. None of this happens. Interesting. Well, the jerking will happen yeah. if we're making physical contact. Mm-hmm. Like if our hands are entwined or yeah. something like that, then my body really starts to get bothered by that. Touch. Apparently, I didn't know that this happened to me, but apparently my arms will get really jerky yeah. if someone's touching them. Yeah. Which I did not know. Wait, all the time or when you sleep? When I sleep. Okay, me too. Because I have been told like, hey, your arms were jerking a lot. This is fascinating. And I'm like, I can't what? believe how similar. Yeah, that's so crazy. Experiences are. That makes no sense. No, it doesn't. Why did it start the same time? I don't for us? know. You're but, right. It's something in LA. What the fuck's going on? And also the weird thing is I haven't talked about the fear thing to anybody. Me neither. I haven't even thought to mention it no, to anybody. It, not my boyfriend, not my sister, not my mother, yeah. no one. It's only been a thing that I've remembered happens when it happens. Mm-hmm. But then when you said the fear thing, I was like, oh my God. It's just because we're talking about dreams right yes. now that I even thought about I'm like it. weird sleep shit. Yeah. <sighs> wow. That's insane. So weird. Oh my God. I feel a lot better. Uh, I feel better, but also scared. I have. This is going to make me sound like a total crazy person okay i have had the feeling because of all the people dying and like really um notable people dying Mm -hmm. i'm like oh people are being called home oh interesting people are being called home (laughs) and something horrible is going to happen this year oh Um, i just keep thinking that the like i think everything means that the world's gonna end yeah like, I'm just like, oh, the, this weird thing is happening in my body. So the world's going to end. Like, I will connect. I'm so narcissistic. Yeah. To be like, that I'm connecting it to, like, David Bowie yeah. and Prince oh, dying, no. <laughs> Gary Shandling. <laughs> and Lindsay K. Dutton having some weird um, sleep issues. <laughs> Gary, Gary Marshall. Oh, yeah. Uh, who else? Um, Alan Rickman. Mm-hmm. Shit. A lot of good people. Uh, but the fact that both of our, these these fear waves. It's fascinating. Listeners, I if anyone is getting a, a fear wave send thing, us an email. Send us an, please. I have not thought to check our email yet. It just occurred no, to me. No, I haven't me. checked it at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
You should be tweeting at us. Come on, it's 2016. Why are you sending us an email? There is apparently a thread on Reddit that is like things that I do or experience that I think no one else <gasps> does or experiences. That's a great You need thread. to check it out because I found so many things that I that do. you wouldn't even think like, to I'll talk click, about. I'll click my teeth like side to side oh. to the beat of a song that's stuck in my head. <laughs> so, and I thought no one else did that. Huh. It's just like a weird th- thing that I do. And like think. eight people on that thread do it. Or there's anything like people will do so many different things. You should look at it. You should check it out. That's, it's It makes you feel cool. so much that's less alone. That's a cool thread. Yeah. It's a good idea for a thread. Yeah. I promoted the podcast. I looked for a Christopher Pike thread. Oh, awesome. Nobody had been in it for like four years. But I was oh, like, cool. Eh. Mm, mix it if up. If anybody else looks, they'll find this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People could still look. Mm-hmm. Um... Anyway, dreams. There are two uh, <laughs> animal characters in the book. Oh, Sybil. Sybil and, and wolf. wolf. Sybil's a parrot. An old, old blind parrot. Old blind parrot. Sybil. Sybil, the old blind parrot. And it Sounds refuses like to learn act. Cindy's name. Mm-hmm. Which is relevant. That's a good that setup. That was so That's cool. A, and it pays the fuck off. It's so sad. Everything pays off in this book. Yes. That is such... A huge leap forward in yeah. progress. Everything yeah. pays off. I mean, things paid off that I didn't even, I'd forgotten about. And Mr. Magnuson. Such, <laughs> that is such a a mark of good storytelling mm-hmm. is that you forget about the thing. You don't even wonder like, when is that going to be brought Cause back? Because it doesn't seem ham-fisted. Mm-mm. It doesn't seem like waving. Because with the other stuff, like remember... Um, what was the fucking one where they're slumber party? Is that the one where they go to Mexico? No, that's uh, weekend. Okay, for in weekend. Yeah. When the, the guy's snake. like, are those, yeah, the snake. And then also when the guy's like, are those the saline tanks outside? And she's like, no, those are propane. And he, and you're like, okay, something's going to happen with those fucking tanks, right? Well, and, something did happen. Yeah. Right. But oh, you, the, the beginning, when you see obvious. it, you're like, yeah, okay. It's so obvious. Like, no, now we, it's, and it's yeah. also not like, the main character being like, hmm, I noticed it, but uh, yeah, no, I, I didn't. Brush it off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this <laughs> no, was no, like, I didn't. this was like, it was just scene painting. That yeah, it just was, seemed like, yeah, like normal details old. of a scene, like, and she won't <sighs> learn Cindy's name, and it just, it sort of seems like just um, adding detail to yeah. their lives. And it's, it seems like a cute quirk about this mm-hmm. parent, like what is the other thing now i can't even remember so that pays off what else paid off that i was like oh i forgot about that oh sorry i don't know either oh well um so to get back to the book cindy has asked oh there's another kent cook article Mm -hmm. oh that's what it was there's this (laughs) other another shitty kent cook article which even though Christopher Pike is now in his novel writing groove. Uh-huh. Um, not a great journalist. No. <laughs> in no way. It just An seems to be like a journalist. diary. Like Kent Cook's diary. It was. It was just it's like, here's some thoughts I've had about the murder. It's just his journaling at oh, like Starbucks in the morning. Uh, it would be physically impossible that the damage was done by a single blow while she was standing or sitting. This is still about Karen. But somehow, I can't see the bear jumping up and down on the poor dead girl, nor can I see the grizzly dragging her body to the river and tossing it in. And I had been wondering, like, because they're like, the police told me a bunch of stuff. And I was like, they're not going to fucking tell you the stuff. There's a trial. They're yeah. having a hearing and a trial. Yeah. 
for Jason. Uh huh. You can't just be like writing about it in your newspaper. Um, so I was like, why are they telling him this? This yeah. doesn't make any sense. They are supposed to keep a lid on things. But then it gets to Lieutenant Baker wasn't worrying about his job when he told me these facts. He's leaving the Timber Police Force in a couple of weeks. He's moving to Los Angeles where he plans to go into real estate. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't just like, I guess I'll go with my backup real estate. Really? Do you have a real estate license? Yeah, you have to study for that you, test, dude. Like, do you have a very good savings account? Because Los Angeles is an expensive place it's, to live. It's an expensive place to relocate from Timber, Wyoming. Yes. Um, also, he also mentions like, oh, I've got like some spies in the DA's office. Yeah. Which is like a great because like that helps him learn stuff too. Sure, but like the police wouldn't be. No. Is that right? It's not like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Use all this information. No, they want to keep we don't need to keep a lid on at all. <laughs> Especially with this case coming up. Yeah. Bad journalism. It's just written badly too. It just doesn't sound like a newspaper no. article in it, any way. It really doesn't. Mm-mm. It honestly, it sounds like a stream of consciousness from like a weird guy that wants to talk to you at Starbucks. <laughs> it's yeah. like not. I've got my theories about the murder. Yeah, and you're just like, what? You want to hear them? <laughs> and you're like, uh, I don't want to lose diary my diary. Really mind. is like such an it's, accurate description of what it sounds like. Yeah, it's like I'm Kent Cook and I have theories. <laughs> Dear diary, I'm Kent Cook and someday I'm gonna be a journalist. <laughs> <laughs> Here's how it would go. <laughs> <laughs> well, gosh, if I had my dream, Timber would really see the truth about. Mm, if only I had a job, people would see all these interesting thoughts I had. <laughs> oh wait, I do, and they're shit. <laughs> yeah. So dumb. That's the last <laughs> thing I took a photo of in the book, even. Because then I just started getting wrapped up in the story. No, yeah, I had to know what happened in this book. So great. It was so good. It was so good. Uh, yeah, now we're we're all pretty sure that Joni is like not just a murderer, but otherworldly. Yeah, because she's like, she's so small. Everyone keeps talking about how small she is. Like, mm-hmm. how could she she's overpower petite. these people? She's 95 pounds. Yeah, that's, they have said she's 95 yep. pounds. I remember that. Um. They didn't say how tall the, she was, though. She so could I'm have like, been like, two she feet better tall. be like five, two. Yeah, she better be really short. She can't. I mean, no. Too skinny for me at five, seven would be 120. Yeah, no, it's too. No, I'm sure she's like five, one or five feet. So she. She's just a little one. Yeah. So Bala is like, listen, I don't go near Joni to Alex. He's like, I know you want to ask. Her, if she's okay because of Ray, mm-hmm. don't do it. Yeah. Don't seek Just her out. promise me you yeah. will stay away. Do not call her. Give me your car. Yeah. Give me your car. And, <laughs> Give me the keys and, to and your Alex car. And Alex is like, okay. Yeah. And gives him the keys. And then he's like, I guess I'll walk. And like, goes home. <laughs> I think I, I was even okay with that because uh, Bala had saved Cindy's life. So I right. can see him he trusting him. Bala. He was like, you want to yeah. repay me for saving your sister? Do me a favor. Yeah. Let me borrow your car. Don't go see Joni. Don't ask me questions. Yeah. Don't see Joni. And Alex does try to abide by that. But then he finds out that... Um, so he's, he knows that Bala took a shotgun uh-huh. to meet up with her. Yeah. And they, then yeah. Bala disappears and Joni comes back. Yeah. So he has to go see Joni. Yeah. He can't contain himself. Right. He's and then but what is confusing, she's like, Oh, nice to see you. Do you want to go up to these the secluded woods with yeah. me? Like, okay. This seems like the perfect time for that. 
yeah. Bala warned me against even going near you, and he's missing now. But sure. She's like, do you think I killed Bala? Remember like, she no. says that? And he's like, no. And she's like, all right, um, do you want to go to the woods? Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. Yep. So they go to the woods. <laughs> so weird. He's enthralled. He's like in that spell, right? Because Yeah, that's in, true. She's very powerful right he's now. He's held in thrall. He's like looking into those dark, black, speckly, purpley, goldy eyes. Mm-hmm. Now. And she's saying real interesting stuff now. Like, yeah. Like, oh, let me tell you, like, I, I've lived I can many fly. lives. I know what it's like to fly. Yeah. Um, let me tell you about my life growing up in England and also this my other life, life soaring above the desert. Yeah. She's, like, <laughs> I have, she's like, I've lived three lives. And he's like, in England? And she's like, yeah, huh? let's go. <laughs> what you said. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, so then and she still doesn't want to kill him. No, she doesn't. But she finds out that Bala told him You're, to stay away from her. Right. And then she's like, well, now I have to. Yeah. She's like, what did Bala tell you? And because I know I threw Bala over a cliff. Yeah. I threw him and over a waterfall. Gonna, people are going to make some connections. And meanwhile, Cindy is at the courthouse. She is really about to. Yeah. Tearing Jason she up. She is. Jason's like, you have to be a character witness for me. My lawyer prepared a statement for you to say, just, you know, say that I'm like a great boyfriend, that I would never hurt anyone. I don't have a temper, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she sorry has, for trying to rape yeah, you. He's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I was just so distraught. Meanwhile, he does not realize. Bullshit. It is such bullshit. What, that is no way. You no. do not. Distraught is like jumping at little things. It's yeah. not. I got to put my penis inside you when you're asleep. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> That's no, no, not no, distraught. No, no, no. <laughs> And he also doesn't realize that right before that, she had had that little inkling in her yeah, head that she like, could I gotta not... check out that thing that was bothering me. Yeah. So she goes back to the waterfalls mm-hmm. and she's like, I got to go look at that part where I slipped. Yep. Cause... That's, that's the moment that's stuck in her brain. Because she's like, that's I was wearing my basketball shoes that don't slip. Basketball shoes never slip. They never They're slip. Basically like Spider-Man's hands. <laughs> <laughs> and she looks and the branch that she had tried to reach for had been sawed through. Mm-hmm. The like nearest one that yeah, anybody would have latched onto. Yeah. Eh, that's a bit of a stretch, yeah. but I'll buy it, whatever. I mean, it adds up with everything else. Yeah. And then she looks down and she's like, "What the fucking shit?" Mm-hmm. The part where I stepped was oiled. Yep. And now she realizes she noticed Jason take a big step forward. He insisted on leading the way. He, he grabbed her on hand. holding her hand. He stepped over it and let her slip and fall. Yeah. Because he was staging the scene to make a big rescue so that he would seem like a hero mm-hmm. to the town again. And she's like, let me go look at that branch that he was hanging on. And there was a rope there. And he fortified. Had, yeah. He's been... He's had this whole fucking thing planned out. Mm-hmm. So she's like, fuck this. Which makes sense. And that's why he was okay with other people coming mm-hmm. along because they would only be witnesses to his brave rescue. Yes. So he was thrilled with all these people coming. Yeah. So she's like, fuck this guy. I'm going to burn him to the ground. Yeah. And she's like, <laughs> listen, on the stand, she's like, can I start a narrative here? Yeah. <laughs> and just, which is pretty funny, which is hilarious. And also, I think, kind of not allowed in a courtroom but that's okay so it's fine that she says it but like everybody's sort of like whoa this is new information instead of like 
okay, well, we have to investigate this. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like, interesting. Can you come back tomorrow? Yeah. Rather than being like, we've got to go to to that place. We have to go obtain evidence. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. That doesn't happen. Everyone loves it. Can you come back and tell us more news and bring us your evidence that we haven't at all? Yeah, we'll wait on you to bring bring, bring the evidence. We won't do anything. Look, we're a small town. Listen, we're timber. Our lieutenant just quit to go into (laughs) real estate. Um, We are short-staffed, to say the least. Do you want to be our new lieutenant? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so she's like, she like basically drops the mic kicks down the courtroom doors, strolls out, mm-hmm. and Jason's like, wait, wait, why did you do that? Tears, I, tears. Let me explain. <laughs> I just wanted to be a hero. She's like, bitch, what if somebody else had slipped? And he's like, so I used ping pong balls to figure out yes, where you styrofoam balls. You watched, <sighs> I watched their, their movement in the current, like, and she rightly is like, I'm a fucking human being. Yeah. I would have gone over those falls in a much different yeah. way. And he's like, no. And I feel like in another book, this would have been accepted. She would have like, been like, oh, oh, I get it. I, You were planning. She's like, I don't agree with what you did, but I understand the motive behind it. Mm-hmm. And this is a better book because she's like, that ain't no excuse. Yeah. Shut your fucking face. She's like, I'm going to fucking rot in hell. You. Yeah. I will. Oh, she's like, after you're executed. She says that to yeah. him because oh, she is now convinced he killed Karen. Yeah. She's which ready. I get that. I get it. I wonder if I took a no. <laughs> I took a photo of him trying to date rape her at that section. <laughs> uh, I don't need to read that. Gross. <laughs> uh, there is a passage I took a photo of. of um, and I think. I took a photo of it because it's a well-written passage. But so when Bala saves Cindy from the river, uh-huh. um, because he began to sing, his voice, though soft and deep, was very powerful. She imagined it carrying far over and around the trees and rocks into the sky. In some way, it seemed to her his song was coming from the outside, that he was merely reciting it back to an earth that already knew its meaning. She hugged closer to his body. He had magic. The fool. You just didn't, <laughs> I don't get the fool part, but whatever. Like he had magic, the fool. You Ugh. fool, you have magic within you. You just don't believe it. Stop <sighs> denying it. His well, because skin he was is... as warm as a bright sun were beating down upon it, and the warmth was seeping into her, into her blood. The stinging in her ankle receded, as did the rest of the world. She could hear his song. That was enough. Listening and floating. She knew she could learn a lot. She didn't remember when she fell asleep. That's beautiful. That's really calming. That like brought down my blood pressure instantly. This is the Christopher Pike that I've been like, when do we get to the Christopher Pike? I know. Here he is. Her love with Bala is such a like faded one. Deep. Yeah. Their connection is deep. It's not just like, again, Mm. gotta gotta lose that V card. And like, oh, he doesn't doesn't even know I exist. She's like, he knows I exist. Yeah. He wants this. I want him. Yeah. Let's make this happen. Yeah, I My get, boyfriend's a date Yeah. Rapist. She's like, let me get this date rapist out of the way yeah. so that I can go Look, be with I Bala. I have this small thing to check off my list. Yes. <laughs> I've got to put my boyfriend in jail for all eternity. Yeah. Maybe kill him. Yeah. He's getting the chair. I yeah. wish I had taken a photo of that passage because it is ice cold. No, she's so Rightfully cold so. Yeah. Let's see if I can find it, actually. Okay. Uh-huh. I opened right to the passage I just read. <laughs> Oh, isn't that adorable? Aww. So cute. 
Um, oh, Kent Cook shows up at Cindy's house. Yeah, I was like, what the before fuck? Before the hearing. Get the fuck out. Get out. And she, again, is like not taking any shit from yeah. him. She's like, what do you want? She's like, what do you want? After the hearing, when he's like, that was amazing. I'm going to have so much dirt on him. She's like, I'm glad. Yeah, and she says it so coldly. Oh, sorry, that was out of line. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so then she's like, she gets a call. And because she has already known about Ray being dead. Yeah, because fucking Kent Cook told her. Yeah, Kent Cook What a piece of shit. This guy's such a piece of shit. What a fucking piece of diary writing shit. (laughs) Put it in your diary, Kent Cook. Yeah, he probably read it from his diary. Put it in your diary and smoke it. (laughs) Um, So then she gets a call from Pam, who's like, I'm at the hospital. And she's like, oh, my God, is Ray okay? And she's like, no, 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 Ray's still dead. Bala's here. And he's been attacked by an animal. And she's like, what, what the fuck? She's like, "There, this is the world. She says, like, the world is going topsy-turvy. How can this be happening? Like, Jason's right here. What's going on? But she knows. She's like, I got to get my ass to that hospital. Mm-hmm. So that way I can see if Ball is okay. Talk to him. Um, he Cindy said he had to tell me case. something. Cindy is on the yeah. fucking So case. she's like, I'm going to get my ass over there. She gets over there. The doctor's like, he's okay. He pulled through. But no one can talk to him. And she's mm-hmm. like, listen, bitch. No. I, he told me yeah. he had something to say to me. Yeah. Her head is moving. Her head's moving back, back and, and forth. forth. She's on pointing her, her finger. And the doctor's like, oh, okay, fine. Like, you can spend a little bit of time with him when he comes out of the OR. And she's like, great. Like, Thanks for the favor, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm doing you a favor. And she's like, she's like yeah, huh? Goodbye. Here's my finger. Yeah. <laughs> Sit on it. <laughs> Sit, <laughs> Sit on and it. spin, motherfucker. <laughs> I never heard that before. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's a good one. People usually just say sit and spin, but that's what it... it and they're doing their middle like, finger? Or like on your dick. Oh, really? Sit and spin. <laughs> oh my God. I never heard that before. Yep. Learn something new every day, um, man. Oh, I so some trial stuff of Cindy like uh, tearing it up. Yeah. In a concise, methodical fashion, she told the court about the hike up to Crystal Falls, starting with Jason's suggestion, da, 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 da. Um... Jason began to fidget. A commotion went through the room. Uh, da, 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 da. Where's the part where <laughs> Jason admits that he did it? Sorry, this is kind of boring. <laughs> I should have taken a photo. No, it's okay. They can just oh, listen to I me coughing. She was like, I don't believe that. What if more than one of us had gone in the water? What would you have done then? Choose who to save? What if my brother had slipped? Yes. Good point, girl. Cindy nodded grimly. She thinks Jason killed Ray, yes. too, though, which is not true. Um, Jason is just so narcissistic to the point that he's in reckless disregard of people, like of people's lives. Oh, and Jason admits that he actually has no idea what happened to Karen because right. he they got in a fight, probably because she wouldn't put out. Yeah. She scratched him, which is why there's his, scratches his skin under her fingernails, yeah. which is what's connecting him to a murder. Which is what Kent Cook is loving to talk mm-hmm. about. <laughs> so he goes back to wait at his car, thinks Karen will eventually come and meet him. He doesn't leave. He's not just like leaving her there completely. He's, he's just, just pouting just in the like car. Pouting, yeah. Waiting for her to come back. And then he hears horrible, like inhuman shrieking. Yeah. Karen's calling his name. He's too scared. She then stops screaming. And before that, and he that's... does hear her talking to someone. Because uh, she's talking to Joni. Because yeah. Karen loved Joni. They mm-hmm. were friends. 
That's how she yeah. was able to eat that sheath. Yep. <laughs> Gobble that sheath. So he's like, oh, I'm too scared. It, that sounds really scary. Mm-hmm. And then he bonks his own face. Yeah, to try to make it look like he tried to do something. Yeah. So that way... I can accept this, that you're you're scared. Fine. Fine. Just don't try to rape people. Yeah. Like, I get That's it. That's like man. all I ask. Yeah, just don't just like, try to rape people. Sure. <laughs> Abandon me in the woods. Because you're scared. That's like, fine. Okay. Whatever. We're all human. Yeah. I mean, just, God, if it were switched, you know I would maybe leave. I would leave Jason. Mm-hmm. But don't start dating a girl nine weeks later and try to date rape her. Yeah. It's rude. It is rude, it's to say the least. like, get some manners, buddy. Um, okay. So, so it's like, Jason shivered. Oh, she asked that thing. What was that thing? Jason shivered. I don't know. How convenient. <laughs> His eyes were pleading. You believe me, don't you, Cindy? I believe in an awful monster. But you're him. You're a sick dude. You need to be locked up. I'm going to make sure you are. Oh, she's so great. <laughs> she's so great. And he's like, I knew the thing must be gone. The entire area had been searched by th- the police. That's his justification for bringing them all back up there. I felt safe going back up there with all my friends. <laughs> she goes, and I felt safe being with my boyfriend. Yep. She muttered sarcastically. Ugh. Ugh. Leaving Jason in his self-inflicted anguish, she hurried out to find what the gentleman wanted. Just like, bye forever. Yeah. yeah. I thought I was safe with my boyfriend. Bye, Felicia, for the ages. Don't choke on my dust. Bye. Choke on my dick. Yeah. He's (laughs) just like, oh, no. Mm -hmm. That was great. great. It's great. great. She has no sympathy. And she shouldn't. She shouldn't. At this point, she thinks he's just killing people left and right. Yeah. So she gets to the hospital and she's, and she's, you know, she's bullied the doctor into letting her go talk to Bala. She's talking to Bala and he's like, listen, this is the breakdown of like my situation, how I was trained yeah. to do the, the body switching story. She's a vulture. She, you know, the real Joni is probably dead somewhere. This Joni is a vulture human hybrid and she is out to kill everybody that loves her. Yep. And Alex loves her most of all. Yes. And, and she's so like, he's in the most danger. She's like, I gotta get, I gotta go save my brother, mm-hmm. which I like, loved. Yeah, I loved that. that. Is great. She's going to save him. Yeah. Oh, see, yeah. This is the feminist Christopher Pike yeah. that I was. My mind was blown that we hadn't seen yeah. yet. And the villain is not this like shrieking harpy. No. It's like this. No one is girl like who fully the villain. Anyone, not a yeah. one of them. Mm-mm. I mean. Joni's a monster who kills people right, she does. with her claws. Mm-hmm. But she has more to her than that. Because the what they get into is that Joni wasn't going to kill Alex. She really saw Alex as her salvation. She saw yes. him as a way to be fully human. Yeah. And live life with him. And she even says to him, mm-hmm. because there is a, a, there's a little bit of a kerfuffle mm-hmm. between Alex and Joni. Once Joni starts tearing, like... Uh, what's the phrase like uh, drawing blood? Yeah, with her fingernails. Oh I was like, when what he's is in a trance. happening to the back of his neck? She's just like scratching yeah. away at him, and he's like, "Hey, um, stop!" And she's like, "I can't." And he's yeah. like, "Oh no, like, that's." <laughs> she's so apologetic. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, "I'm sorry, I can't." I'm so sorry. I oh, if there was another way, it's yeah. just like I really gotta do. She's like, "Don't worry, 
like i like you you're not it's not gonna hurt you just have to look look in my eyes and he's mm-hmm. like i don't want to and she's like just do it yeah and he's like Ugh. don't worry he about gets, it like a stick and he's like Ugh, get away from me she's like the- i'm gonna make this so pleasant for yeah, you she's if like you're oh just given you're gonna love it this is this gets uh repeated along with some other things in this book um he's very fascinated christopher pike i think judging by his books with the idea of uh like playing with magic and mm-hmm. having it fuck you up yeah um ha- like calling forth something that you shouldn't have been messing with <coughs> and um straight up forgot the other thing i was gonna say oh a really similar thing to this happens in remember me okay which is should we mention oh no not remember me no 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 okay no 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 no, that's not next. That's at not all. next. Um, I'm gonna look up what's next. Out of okay. Curiosity. Um, of the idea of of a girl really loving a boy but feeling that she has to kill him. Oh, that happens in Remember Me too. That's cool. Got a text from my cute boyfriend with my cute dog. Oh, cute, cute, double cute, double cute. Yeah. So there's there's a couple of recurring themes. The whole um, accidentally inviting a demonic. Mm-hmm. magical thing into the world happens in last vampire mm-hmm. that's how vampires get created um and and then the this bit and remember me yeah so some things yeah. but but not in a way where it's like not in like a slumber party weekend where yeah. it's like hey remember that story from before i'm just telling yeah. that story again yeah no <laughs> kids with did something bad mm-hmm. uh, vengeance and lying <laughs> um so Joni is like, I'm gonna eat you up. Yeah, I'm and, gonna gobble that yeah. sheath. And then he's like, No, and like <laughs> jumps into <laughs> the water. Can't. He's like, I won't let you. He, that's a really good choice. Though, yeah, because he's like, I would so much rather drown or freeze yeah. in this water than let whatever was about to happen happen. Yeah, because she was starting to like, she's getting creepy. him apart. Oh, right. She opened her mouth and it was like numerous rows of teeth. You, oh my God. That was so scary. I forgot about that part. It was, yeah, that was intense. Yeah. And then, so when he jumps in the water, he's like going downstream. He's heading towards that same waterfall where his sister almost met her fate. Mm-hmm. And she, with like inhuman speed, like yeah. runs over to that branch mm-hmm. where Jason was. Reaches out. And despite himself, he reaches up yeah. to, and she says, I love you. Yeah, she's like, I really did love you. And then we don't know what happens. Yeah. It just cuts back to Cindy. Yeah. Which I thought was very cool. Yeah. And so Cindy's like, I got to go, Bala. Like, mm-hmm. you heal here. I'm going to go. I understand that you don't want me to go. Yeah. But I have to save my brother. I've got to do And it. she concocts a really good plan. Yeah. Baller plan. Yeah, it was really good. Oh, and she straight up uses Jason to make it happen. Mm-hmm. I loved this bit. Yes, so much. She calls Jason up. She's like, "Here's what you're gonna do if you don't want me to send you to jail for all eternity. Yeah. You're gonna drive over here within half an hour. You're bringing a shotgun. You're bringing a case of shells. You're bringing Wolf. You're bringing Sybil. Oh, that was the thing that got set up. The yeah. fact that Wolf." When he hears a gunshot, mm-hmm. goes on the attack. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. So yeah. when they're going up to the falls, Cindy brings a gun, which makes sense because the monster kills yeah. Karen. Yeah. Um, or a bear. Jason takes it from her and is like, I want you to hear the, the like acoustics of this like 
of the hills or whatever the fuck. Shoots the gun before Cindy can stop him. And then Wolf goes on the attack, goes straight for Jason's throat. Yeah. And he stops it with his arm until Cindy says heal. Yeah, but it takes a couple times. Oh, it does? Uh, With Jason. Oh, okay. It does. Yeah. So that's set up. So she's got the shotgun. She's got Wolf. She's got uh, Sybil, the old blind parrot. Yeah. Um, And then for some reason, she ties her necklace that Alex gave her to Sybil. I didn't really get that. I don't think they go into it, but I have a theory about I why that's done. I think it, like, because it draws the it's eye. It's Alex. Oh, it, it's, it has, it's like, like, Alex. imbued with love. Yeah. Because yes. Alex gave, that must be what it is. That must be it. Alex gave this necklace to Cindy. Yeah. And so she ties it to Symbol. Symbol. She ties it to Sybil because it's a symbol yeah. of his love. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she, so she got, she's got herself set up. She's got Sybil on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's got a fucking gun on the other. Mm-hmm. And a fucking wolf and following a fucking wolf. behind. And she's full on badass mode. Yeah. She is like, Linda Hamilton in Terminator yes. 2. Uh, her Going biceps are killing. Yeah. She <laughs> is wiry as yeah. fuck. She, yes. <laughs> um, and so she goes out there. Well, first she she calls... What's her name? Uh, Joni. Joni. She's like, hey, Joni, um, where's Alex? And Joni's like, mm, he's dead. Not yet. She's like, I don't know. Oh, that's right. She's like, she's like I haven't seen, seen him. him. She's like, Cindy goes, oh, I'm here with Bala. And she goes, oh, are you? And then she lies and she's like, well, Bala's in a coma. Yep. And then Cindy's like, but I talked to him for a while and I'd like to talk to you. Yeah. And Joni's like, great. Yeah. And Cindy's like, let's meet at that secluded place you love to kill people at. Yeah. And Jenny's like, cool. Um, Great. That works for me. That works for me because I'm really, I'm here. <laughs> In an hour? Great. Great. I'll see you there. And then. Cindy gets up on a perch and she's a ri- at first just going to like straight up shoot Joni. She's going to snipe her. Mm-hmm. Shotgun sniper. Yep. <laughs> Not going to do anything. I don't think that works. No, it doesn't. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. You can't. No. You, can't. you, you have can't to be pretty close. You have shotgun. to be pretty close for a shotgun. Huh. Well, flaw in Cindy's plan. But she does look at it, look through the scope. Although well, there's maybe a scope. It was a rifle. I think it's it a rifle. There was a rifle. scope because she looks through the scope. It was a shotgun in the previous. The shotgun was what Bala took from Pam's house. Oh, maybe. I thought um, it was just yeah, what Jason she t- she had. has a rifle. Okay, so oh, she's. I didn't finish. So she asked for all these things for Jason. Yeah. She's like, get here in half an hour. He oh, shows up. Right. She says jack shit to him yeah. about what's going on. She goes, give me the keys. Get out. Doesn't explain why she asked for this stuff. She gets in the car, says not another word to him, yeah. and drives off. And he's so great. He, like, has no ride home. Mm-mm. She doesn't give a shit. She's just like, goodbye. Like, great. And you leaves. owe me this. Yeah. And so great. She's fantastic. Um, So she... I This is definitely the first Christopher Pike book I read, I think. Yeah. This or Monster. This is a very good but book. It's hard to remember. So she gets the gun, and... She's like aiming it, and then she's like, you know, I can't shoot her. Like, it's there's something like she, when you're she actually looks like confronted with it because yeah, the, it's like it's Joni. It's not some monster. Yeah. So she gets a little closer. Mm-hmm. And now Joni's Joni knows she's there. She's known the whole time. Yeah. Joni's like, I fucking saw you pointing your gun at me. You can't kill me. And then I got a little confused. I don't know if I missed this part where they met up, mm-hmm. but for a while I thought what was happening is like. Cindy was just kind of whispering to herself, and Joni could hear her from across the way. 
and was talking back like practically in her head. Um, I thought they were face to face, but I'm not sure. I'm a little boring. Okay. In the meantime, so they start kind of approaching each other. And Joni's like, look at me. Because that's the thing she loves to do when she's starting to get, like, put people in her thrall. Because hypnosis is like a big thing for the magic in this book. Yeah. It's you used. You have to look into the eyes. Yeah. And it's used by both, like, the oral, uh, oral, a oral, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oral, uh, hypnosis, which, uh, Bala uses and the like visual, like hypnotic eyes thing mm-hmm. that Joni does. Joni's like, look at me. And she's like, I don't want Fuck, to. to. She's like, she's like, I don't want to, but I like, can't help it. I can't help it. It's pulling me. Real quick, the end of the conversation where it's like, do you want to meet here? Great. Yeah. Is Joni paused again? When would you like to talk? Tonight in an hour, I'll meet you by the river in the park where Bala had his accident. Is that a good spot for you? Yes. Will you be alone? You can bet on it. Yep. And like, also the way she says where bitches. Bala has his accident, mm-hmm. you know, she's like, where Bala had his accident. She's yeah. like, I fucking know you killed him. Yeah. Or you tried to. Accident. <laughs> These are a couple of bad Air bitches. Quotes. And bad they're all bitches going at They're each other. bad bitches that like want very real things. Like yeah. Joni just wants to be human. And nobody wants to fight. No. It's just like. It has to happen. Mm-hmm. So Cindy's like. Oh, and then Cindy's like, uh, like in the midst of the hypnosis, Sydney's, Cindy's like, um, where's Alex? And she's like, and Joni's like, dead. And she's like, what the shit? Oh, I'm pissed now. You mm-hmm. killed my fucking brother? Yep. Um, Real quick. Mm-hmm. Sybil, when um, she met Joni, uh-huh. the bird, yeah, um, immediately could say Joni's Yeah. Name. Immediately. She was like, Joni. Or like very quickly. Yeah. Like after like one mm-hmm. time of hearing it. Yep. Yeah. Um, so when Jason comes with the bird, it, it's like Sybil was sitting quietly in the cage in the passenger seat, her sightless eyes watching her. Joni, the bird said, don't you know it, Cindy swore, hitting the accelerator without saying goodbye to her old boyfriend. So, uh, so she's baller. moved on. She's she talking to her like, girl, Buck, Sybil. All of this. She's like, goodbye. Goodbye. I'm handling shit. Don't choke on the I exhaust. Have bitches to kill. Yeah. But she does keep calling Joni a bitch. She's yeah, like, she I'm going to smoke that bitch. Yeah. She's like, just tell me what I need to do to kill this bitch. Yep. Because uh, she's pissed. Rightly so. But I Bala mean, doesn't know. No. How? Ball's like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And she's like, just stay away from her because no one can kill her. I can't kill her. You can't kill her. Yeah. We can't kill her. And he's and she's like, and he's like, Alex is dead. Let it go. Yeah. And she's like, listen, I got a plan. Mm-hmm. I got a great plan. I think it is, a it is a great plan. So she so she finds out, oh, my God, Joni killed Alex. I'm fucking pissed. And they're like staring in right. each other's eyes. Cindy walked down. Yeah. OK. So they're they're having their talk now. Mm-hmm. And Joni's like. Look in my eyes. Look in my eyes. And she's looking, and she's like, "Oh God, I'm like overtaken by the hypnosis. I'm, uh, this is so hypnotic." But she can muster up enough strength to just shoot the gun to the side. And what do you know? Wolf comes a running. Wolf comes a running, which causes because Joni is about to like fucking eat. Yeah, Cindy. Yep. Or she can't even eat the sheath. No, so she, she well because she Cindy can, doesn't love she her. She can eat it, but it's not going to do anything. So she's like. Cindy's like, oh, I thought she was just going to tear her to pieces. I thought she was just going to eat her. Maybe. But she was going to kill her. Yeah. She's about to be killed. And and then Cindy and then Joni's like, whoa, uh, there's a dog here. Mm-hmm. And now she's thrown off like and um, Cindy has the gun on her. Yeah. So she's she's got 
she can either kill Wolf and then be shot by Cindy in the process, or she can go for Cindy still and then be attacked by Wolf. Right. So she doesn't know what to do. They're at a standstill. Mm-hmm. And Cindy, and I could not figure out what was going on in this moment, but Cindy's like, you have a third option, Joni. Take it. And I was like, what third option? What's yeah. going on? Yeah. Let me see if I can find exactly what's said. It's like pretty fascinating. <laughs> oh, that whole cool part where she merges with Joni for a second. Right, because so then cool. Joni... That was another thing that paid yeah. off. Cindy shooting at the moon as a little girl. Yeah. So good. Yeah. That was so because good. Because then... It says Cindy, Cindy's consciousness fragmented. There were three of her and one of them was not human. Images of her wife... Her wife... Life in the Wyoming Rockies of a young girl's days in the English countryside and of a beastly existence on the hungry plains of Africa bombarded her like a swirling kaleidoscope the latter's memories convulsing her stomach in nausea right because she remembers eating fly soaked carcasses Mm -hmm. that's disgusting as a vulture she had acute eyesight she could see the craters of the moon without aid and even though as a young girl she'd used binoculars she'd thought the same as the vulture that it was full of holes and this single point in common created a single hole in the trance, a place where she could stand and not be bewitched. Shoot the moon, Cindy. It's your only safe target. And that's when she raises the rifle up and shoots at the moon. And that's when Wolf comes. Yeah, that's awesome. That's beautiful. Yeah, what that was so awesome. Beautiful. Like, that's such a good it's setup. Like, it's like a double exposure, like, lining up yeah. with the moon thing. And then she's like, so and then the thing about her they had dad the saying, thought. shoot the moon. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying is that's the thing that got set up at the yeah. beginning where she's talking about what a great shot she is. Yeah. And it's because her dad used to, as a little girl, have her shoot at the moon because it was a safe target. Yeah. And as soon as she has the thought, like me and the vulture thought the same thing, it's a doorway out of the trance. And mm-hmm. that's when she's able to shoot the gun and call Wolf. That was awesome. That's fucking that was really so cool. cool. It was so cool. It was that's really some good cool. storytelling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, the good storytelling isn't even over. No. Because so then, Joni is like, fuck, I gotta, I gotta figure out how to get out of the situation without physically moving. Mm-hmm. Because if I do, one of these two is going to kill me. Yep. So she looks into the eyes of the nearest thing. Well, here's what it says. A decision was going to have to be made fast with all the noise and excitement. Sybil began to rock nervously. Joni appeared to become aware of the bird for the first time. Joni, Cindy said. Joni Jones, the bird chirped. Joni's eyes suddenly settled in their direction. She nodded slightly, going very still. Sybil stopped her rocking. She's in that bird, man. Mm -hmm. And then Joni collapses Mm -hmm. because... Lifeless. Because we've been knowing that Sybil is very old, mm-hmm. extremely like old for a parrot. Old. Mm-hmm. So when she when Sybil leaves the body, she doesn't survive, or she's merged with Joni and the Vulture. Well, ostensibly you're switching, right? But Sybil wasn't fully entranced. Oh, that's right. So it's and like Joni's Sybil, gotten very good at like shooting yeah. her own essence out and pulling somebody else's essence in so Joni at this point can just shoot herself into mm -hmm. things without their consent and we learn rape again yeah and we learn that with the blind eyes you can go in but you can't get out so maybe Sybil's just in there yeah because the bird has to 
whatever whatever spirit is in the bird has to be looking outward yeah. as well to lock eyes. But it can't look out. No, it can't blind. look out. She's trapped in that Which bird. Joni doesn't know, which be- oh, Cindy did know. Oh, that's another know. thing that got paid off. Yeah. So many things got yeah. set up that I never even thought about. Cindy knew again. that no one told Joni about the bird being blind. Because Alex thought it was going to make her sad. Yeah. For the bird. That was awesome. So awesome. So she then is in... Which we, is like the foresight that Cindy had to have yeah. to think about the fact that not only could she trap, could she force Joni to make the choice to go into the bird, but that Joni wouldn't be able to escape. Yes. And that everyone would be safe. That yeah. takes some fucking foresight. Yeah. So Joni is now, the, the vessel is 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 lifeless. She mm-hmm. collapses. Mm-hmm. And I mean, rightfully so, Cindy is like, fuck. I've just been through this crazy fucking ordeal. I need to just, I'm sad that mm-hmm. I basically killed this girl. Yeah. And I just need to cool off. So she's resting with her head on Joni's chest, which is yeah, so and sad. Yeah, she's like crying. She doesn't feel great about herself. Yeah. She's then, not like victorious. No, she's just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And then this hobbling like really male figure. Real moment. Yes. This hobbling male figure comes and she's like, who the fuck are you? And then he's like, it's me, Alex. I survived the fall. Yeah. Because apparently Joni was just like, I can't kill you. Did she like imbue him with some of her vulture power? No, I think he was just lucky. But Bala says that when he went into animals, he absorbed some of their abilities. That's why he was able to save Cindy. Yeah. So I think that Joni did. Maybe she gave him some some of of her essence into Alex. Didn't she say he could fly? Mm -hmm. She said you should fly now. Yeah. So it's not so much. He couldn't like outright fly. After going off the cliff, but it was like he could fall with style yeah. to quote yeah. Toy Story. <laughs> yeah, it's not flying; yeah. it's falling with style. Yeah. I think he just like fell less. And he broke hard. his leg. Yeah, but he didn't die mm-hmm. because he was like, "Oh my god, you're so right." Yeah, I am right. You're so. Oh, right. I'm so right. You're so right. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Great. That's, that's great. Like, everything uh, pays off. Yeah. Well, then Jason isn't forgiven. No, he's in trouble ever. Yeah. No. Not even at the end of the book. No, because she's like, fuck him. Yeah, which is, that's a first. <laughs> yeah. Because in every other book, everyone forgave everything. And fucking. Which is nonsense. Cindy gets that's what she how wants. Things work. No. Things work. No. And Bala's like, I got to go back to Africa. And Cindy's like. I have to keep training now yeah. that I know how real yeah. everything is. And he's like, I've got to tell my grandpa that he was fucking right. Oh, that's another aspect of Bala that I was like, oh, cool that I respected. At first, it made me nervous when he was like, my country's so backwards. We don't have any of your, <coughs> any of your like Western ways. And yeah. I so much more agree with this country. And I was like, ooh, burn on Nigeria. And that yeah. sucks. Um, like that's probably like a super like asshole Western way yeah. to look at things. But the whole time it's because he did actually experience this magic and discounted it and became a skeptic. Yeah. And so now he's even been convinced and is going back to get training. Yeah. And I mean, I think that also is like a very real thing that like people experience. Like I certainly experienced it on a very much more minor level of like going into an animal. No, of like wanting <laughs> to be like different white. Oh, really? Wanting to be. Yeah. I wanted I want I hated the Asian part of me like I Oh, and wow. of course, this is like a much smaller, like, obviously, but I'm not from not, Nigeria, but I mean, I think it's something that a lot of people 
experience when I mean, they, that's no small issue no but like i thought you were gonna say like i wanted to separate myself from my small town or something like no, 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 no. that's a lot different there is like this weird if you are different in a in a town of mostly white people or where yeah. being like white is in vogue i remember like wishing like i i hate it like my mom would make me vietnamese sandwiches like she would give me any yeah. any of that i hated and i was like god like i want like baloney like i want like i want to be just like everybody else at this school and um i think learn like how he learns that there is value in like his own culture mm -hmm. i think is important because that's something that i think everyone needs to kind of realize that of course there's like uh like it's it sucks to like hate a part of yourself and i think he was like when he's talking about like god i saw the cars and i saw like the buildings and i saw like just how wealthy everyone modern is here and, and modern yeah. like i hated that part because there is also um when he's like hating on his mysticism um i remember like uh a lot of vietnamese people have like this this is so reductive for me to compare the two experiences because they're so different but um, I, but it's symbolic yeah i mean it was something that i related to yeah because they're like my uh in vietnamese culture there's like this weird superstition and like voodoo type ideas i don't know i always I used think to call every it, culture has yeah. a voodoo type yeah where there is just like there are superstitions yeah. and i remember hating that and being like god like stop like this is so embarrassing just like be like these kids that go to this like non-denominational like christian church and like I wanted that so badly and I hated being associated with anything my mom would say about like superstition and stuff. I would be so embarrassed and want to get away from it. And girl, this yeah. is the exact experience that Bala is having. I know. And that's why I it's... mean, obviously taken to a level where like magic is real. Yeah. But yeah, that's exactly yeah. what you're just. So I felt like his journey was so awesome because he was like, not only is it like, like, you know, it's like so dumb to say that like one culture's norms are better than another culture's norms, but like, and that's what I was afraid they were saying at first. Yes, me too. I was afraid. I was so afraid. Christopher Pike, the author, was siding with Bala, the skeptic. Yes, but Bala was in fact vindicated. Yeah. By, by I guess his like family's beliefs and stuff, because he was right. <laughs> they were right about Joni being like this vulture person. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it was so like I, I really resonate. Like Bala's character run is resonated with that's me. That's fucking lot. awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. So I felt like it was a really cool. So I, not at all like falling into a magical Negro. No, I mean I didn't see crap. it that way. Only because I related to like those feelings of like wanting to separate yourself from this thing that you view as backward. Mm -hmm. Because everyone seems to call this other thing progress yeah when like this is and so you're blinded modern. by like this the shiny civilization yeah. the other thing isn't even you can't even call that civilization yeah like i remember i got in a fight with my mom once and this is such a shitty thing for me to say but she was like actually my uncle has said this too uh, my mother's brother uh where she was like don't count your money near the window people will see and they'll like she's like don't open your purse near the window people will see and they'll come in and, and steal your things wow and i was like and I was like a shitty 13 year old at the time. And I was like, we're not in Vietnam, mom. The VC isn't going to come in here and take away my stuff. And she got very mad at me, rightfully so. <laughs> and I was sent to my room. Um, but 
That's exactly what he's talking about. Yeah. It's super, I felt like it rang really true. That's really good to know because I can't, that's just not an experience that I had. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Reading this, I'm like, I can't guess at whether this is like a truthful experience. Yeah. I mean, I think as like a young, yeah, when you're a young person and I think most persons of color have probably gone through this as like youths in mm-hmm. um certainly first generation kids yeah um where you just you want to get rid of that part that makes you other yeah because to those white kids you are other and so yeah, you're, you're like being made to feel yeah like an outsider and the fact that he comes to terms with like and and, and loves that side of him like that was a journey that took me probably you know like 15 years to get through um and and i experienced it on a much lesser level than he did and he like obviously had to go through like murders and stuff to get through it but he like got through it in like a week (laughs) so it was just an exaggerated yeah version of everything but that's so good to know that that is a truthful story yeah to tell yeah i mean I might be ascribing a little bit. I don't know. Maybe I'm ascribing too much of my own. I tend to do that. I don't think so. But yeah, it was. it Because yeah, everything's elevated and like magical and crazy. But at the heart of it, it's the same. Yeah. Like when he was talking about how like it's all just this dumb superstition and like Mm -hmm. it isn't real and blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, girl. (laughs) Like, wow. So even at that point you were. Well, I because I relating i remembered that feeling and i was like i hope that he comes around to it interesting and so when he is able to to explain it and was like i saw all this shit and it looked amazing and i didn't want to be a part of this other thing i was like yeah god i wanted that um but now you know whatever i'm healthy i'm happy i I appreciate that yeah part of me that's the place to (laughs) get to yeah i've talked about this before with like uh, friends, I look ethnically ambiguous to people. Mm-hmm. You do. People have no idea what ethnicity I am. Yeah. Um, and people will guess at it. Um, I'm just straight up white. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> Western Europe and Eastern yeah. Europe. That's that's what it is. Um, but for some reason, it blended in me in a way where, like, my sister looks so white, uh-huh. and then I look like five different non-white i feel like a lot of ethnicities probably think you're their ethnicity yes that's usually what happens is uh i get like claimed yeah which is like cool yeah great um and i never really thought much of it like i grew up in a highly um uh hispanic (coughs) mexican um area in san diego Mm -hmm. and people would constantly come up to me and start speaking spanish oh (laughs) um People thought I was Indian uh-huh. as a little kid, not Native American, but like Indian. Oh. Um, now, mostly what I get is people ask me if I'm Armenian. Oh. Well, you're on the east side. Yeah. I guess that's probably why. Because now we're in an Armenian area. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it seems to be whatever, yeah, whatever ethnicity uh, is highly concentrated. Yeah. That's what people think I am. Yeah. <laughs> um, and my last name is Katai, but it's. K-A-T-A-I, and that looks Japanese. Yeah, it does. So I have really wondered how much of a pass I get from 
everyone. Yeah. Because, like, how much of a pass I get for being white. Uh-huh. How much privilege comes with that. And then how much of a pass I get from white people, like, to use the expression, woke white people. Yeah. Who are, like, uh, trying to be, like, gracious and uh, inclusive mm-hmm. to other ethnicities. How much of a pass I get with them yeah. without realizing it. And with uh, other ethnicities that think I I am also that ethnicity. They're like, oh, you and get it's it. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> you're not uh, evil and white. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, so God, like, if you I looked get... like a neo not or a, a Nazi youth, that'd be a different thing. Quite, quite, quite. <laughs> quite a different thing. But yeah, so I wonder how much I like. I don't think that I've gotten really any negative. Mm-hmm. Uh aspects Mm -hmm. of that but maybe i have and i don't even know about it like Mm -hmm. maybe i've been like i haven't gotten jobs or yeah something because people see my last name and think i'm japanese yeah but mostly it's just like i have no idea how that's perceived by people and i have no control over it and so it's like i'm getting a a pass for things i can't i don't even know and i can't help it yeah because all you know is your experience yeah yeah that's crazy it's very interesting it is very interesting my sister and I were walking around uh, in the park last night playing Pokemon and this cop came and I, I was just like so aggressively reminded of my privilege because these cops came and they just pulled up to us and we like looked over and they were just like, are you playing Pokemon? <laughs> and we were like, yeah. And the guy was like, what level you on? And I was like, uh, <laughs> and then he's like, listen, you want to get some good Pokemon? You got to go to Santa Monica. You got to go to LACMA. I leveled up 10 levels in one day. <laughs> And we were just like, what the hell? I have been hearing a lot of stories like that, though, where yeah. it's like it's bringing people together. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, it is. Yeah. Cops <coughs> and uh, different races and just like totally random, like people that you n- would never talk to. I yeah. was walking around in the Great Falls Airport and I was like one person that was playing and I was trying to get to this gym, but it was like right outside of where security was. So I couldn't mm-hmm. get to it. But I just noticed that me and this guy are, I'm like tailing him. And I'm like, <laughs> you're both after yeah. the same Pokemon. And we both just stop when we realize we can't get to the gym. <laughs> and we just stop. And then we both just look up and lock eyes and shake our heads. And he just goes, Pokemon. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, Pokemon. Pokemon. And then we just like shrugged and then walked away and like never <laughs> spoke again. But it was crazy. It's a unifier. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever you can relate to an experience yeah. that unifies people. Totally. Yep. Oh, but we didn't get to the best part, the best uh, payoff. Yeah, book in the book. <laughs> um, well, let me. What's can the, you can you? What's the bit about? She doesn't. <coughs> she doesn't explain to Alex what happened. She doesn't explain no, to she, Bala what happened. God, she doesn't have time or the energy. Well, she also I think actively chooses. She's like, I can't tell alex that the love of his life lives in a parrot now no she can't that's a hard thing well and she's like 98 percent sure she's in the parrot right because she's like i think i know how this works she's in there she's i think she's sure she's sure she's like a hundred i think she's very sure okay but she can't tell him no but she does insist on sybil being in her room with right. her and he's like fine you're gonna feed it fine yeah because also I think she feels responsibility over Sybil because she's like, look, I put you in there. Yeah. I mean, I invited a vulture and a girl to live in your brain with yeah. you. So, ugh, gosh, sorry, I'll feed like, you. 
Yeah, she has responsibility mm-hmm. now to everyone that's this. in that parrot's body. Yeah. Everyone in the parrot and yeah. everyone around the parrot because yeah. she has to protect them from the parrot just in case. Yes. Um, just in case that parrot gets LASIK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she and Bala are kind of hitting it off and it's like, uh, we'll see each other in our dreams and then also maybe when he comes back to the US. But also she gets what she wants because she's like, uh, yeah, I'm going to need more. She's like, you're yeah. you're coming back. And he's like, yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then... So should I just read yeah, can some you of just... the few key passages? Yes. Um, so she like kind of reveals what what she re- realized in Bala's explanation of what had happened. Mm-hmm. They clued her in that she could do this. So um, she says, obviously, the spirit in Joni knew how to get around. The key Cindy had realized was to put her in a situation where she would decide to go into another body. That's what Cindy had done forced the vulture to opt for a new landlord which is funny (laughs) by placing her between a wild dog and a loaded gun so sightless eyes if you could go in if you knew how but you could never get out no matter how long you lived and what happened to you sybil were you just shoved aside out into the cold Joni, the bird said i know cindy whispered had alex not convinced her Joni had really loved him that there really had been a portion of the original soul behind those beautiful eyes she would have drowned the parrot. Certainly, if Bala had been told the truth, he would have insisted the bird be destroyed. That's right. And now she was afraid to let the thing out of her sight. It was like the bird had cast a spell on her. Sometimes she wondered if she wasn't taking a chance. Cindy, the bird said. Sometimes she wondered if the bird was completely blind. Ugh. Oh, that's such a good ending. That's such a good ending. And the way it says so Cindy, good, finally. it wouldn't say Cindy the whole book. Now Joni and the vulture are in there. And, and it, it says, says Cindy because that's Joni fucking if, talking to her. What if the bird isn't blind? What if the yeah. bird isn't blind? That's like the end of an X-Files episode. So that's good. creepy as fuck. It is so good. It's so good. I was so pleased with this book. Yeah. It was everything I, I thought it was from memory. Yeah. I'm so excited. And I really, we have to have turned a corner now. We have to have turned a corner. We have to. Give yeah. me a kisses next. Uh, What do we, what are Get. Give me a kiss, scavenger hunt. Remember me. Oh, remember me is so close. <laughs> remember me is my favorite. Yay. And I love I love fall into darkness. I forget what give me a kiss is even about. I have it now. I have it at home. I bought it. I bought it. I'm like legit excited to to continue on this now journey. Now I'm, I'm yeah, I was feeling it was such a motherfucking slog. Yeah. Getting through these early books. Yeah. But it's so interesting because in like a matter of five years, four or five years, suddenly this is the Christopher Pike I know. Yep. And I don't understand why it was A, so dumbed down before, B, all of the characters sucked. You know what it might have been? nothing supernatural. You know what it might have been? Okay. Because he had, we, we were learning that he... Uh, or we knew that he um, had used he started trying to write adult books, right? And then his publisher was like, mm, "Why don't you try young adult?" Mm-hmm. And I think he was like, "These young adults aren't going to know. Like these teens aren't going to like. How am I yeah, going to write what, for a teen?" Was he just being pissy? Was it that he res- he he resented being asked to go into young adult? Probably. I think yes, and, and didn't not understanding know how they yeah. thought anymore. Yeah. But you know what's interesting is he was something like 30 years old when he started publishing these books. Uh Yeah. So he's like a little bit younger than I am now. 
that's very interesting to think about. Yeah, because I always is. thought of him as like I thought of him as perpetually so sixty. Yeah, but he's like yeah. thirty-five when I was reading the books I think that I like. Thought he was supposed to dumb things down, and the thing is, teenagers don't like being talked to like they're stupid. No, like they're they have the same wants and desires as we do as adults. But at the same time, he was giving them language that teenagers no, do not no. use. Like, shall we? Shall no we sense. use the blah, blah, blah? <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, oh. Do we have anything else about the, about oh, this book? Give me a kiss, please. Don't disappoint me. Give me a kiss is next. Um, final thought. <coughs> I'm so fucking happy. Oh my god, I loved this book. This was so good. Um, I mean, most feminist moment. The whole fucking the whole book. fucking thing. Ugh, every second of it. N- at no point was Cindy not exactly who she wanted to be. Yeah. At no point was she superficial. At no point was she doing something that felt weak mm-hmm. or insulting to women. Yeah. Um, she fully supported everyone around her. She was loyal. Yeah. There was a moment where she was... So when she first falls into the water and she feels exhilarated because she's been rescued. Mm-hmm. What I liked is that she didn't realize that she could be a hero until she needed to be the hero and was a hero. Well, she she truly f- couldn't save herself no. when she was in the water. But like, I liked that she like wasn't just being saved all the time. Yeah. And that she... And even when she was being saved, it wasn't like... She still seemed really self-possessed, really yes. self-assured. Mm-hmm. Well, the whole time she's like... It's not like she really wished that like all the boys would fight over who to save her. Like she was like, yeah. I gotta fucking swim or over like, this thing. I can't oh do it. Oh my god, I can't believe that if I die, I'll, Jason will never have noticed. Yes, me. she or doesn't. Something lame, she, yes, some she doesn't bullshit. once think of any of the other guys. No, she is just trying to plan her own. Mm-hmm. That's enough. She's not even a victim. She is trying. An accident happened, and the whole time she's stuck in that river. She's looking for ways to save herself. She's yeah. like, can I do this? Can I do that? She's like seeing ahead to the falls are going to come. Yeah. She's got to do this. She's she's seeing who's trying to save her and what's the most likely thing that she can grab yeah. onto. She is way, way self-possessed. And a, a leading lady of previous books may have thought that Jason's like hanging from the branch was like amazing when she sees it and she's like mm, that's how the hell are you she, doing that she's like what that's not gonna work she's like, you're not gonna be able to save she, me she's you're like Jason. i'm gonna fucking fall off of this waterfall yeah, what do you think she's like i can't doing? she's like i can't wait for him to try and save me like i need to like try to get to the yeah. to the like side of the river and okay here comes bala he's gonna jump wow he is so awesome and she's even thinking like Bala, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. She's like, you can't. What the fuck is anybody doing right now? Nobody yeah. can help me. And so she keeps looking for things that she can do to save herself. Oh, and then when her brother jumps in, she's like, oh, but my brother. Yeah. Like, she's, she's only concerned about him. Ugh. She's a fantastic. I love her. She's great. Cindy's the best. Cindy's our Most girl. boring name ever, Cindy Jones. But Cindy. she's great. <laughs> I know. She's great. She saves the day. And in a, not just a, an action hero kind of way but in a super smart mm-hmm. analytical she's so smart against another girl who is the villain yes who is Fantastic. a sympathetic villain. who's a sympathetic villain Ugh, loved it such a good book well, we'll this see is why that. i was a christopher pike yeah fan of this was kid. why this the, is it the name christopher pike like makes me think of like 
feeling awesome at 13. Yeah. And like reading these books and being like, I wonder if, because everybody has been, oh shit, I got to feed my meter. Um, yeah. We also should wrap up because we got some yeah. coming in after well, this. Okay. Final thoughts. This is why the Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters thing, everybody praising it is like, this is going to change everything for women. Mm-hmm. Kind of pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, I never, th- I have no memory as a child of not thinking that I could be a hero in a movie, of not thinking mm-hmm. that I could be an action hero mm-hmm. even. And I think it's because of Christopher Pike. Oh my God. <laughs> because I was reading this in, I want to say the fifth grade. Yeah. And you were like, great, that could be me. I was like, yeah, yeah. I have an example. Yeah. So it's not like there's never been an example yeah, I guess the difference is that it's like mainstream versus like this niche. True. Book. Yeah. But, but I just view it as an incremental progression mm-hmm. in something that was already happening. I don't like how everybody was treating it like it was the first thing ever. And yeah. it's one thing if you're a woman and you're saying it was the first time you were exposed to it and you never mm-hmm. thought that you could be this way as a kid. Mm-hmm. But it's another for a guy to hear about that and just assume it's true. Yeah. And then speak for my entire gender and be like, this movie's so important for women. Like, fuck you. You don't know yeah. what's important to me as a woman. If another woman's talking about it, she's saying what's important to her as a woman. That's her personal experience yeah. she's speaking from. Well, that's like... But a dude, like, yeah, I you mean, weren't that. reading Christopher <laughs> Pike as a kid then. That's no. all that tells me. Yeah. You weren't watching Bette Midler movies. <laughs> <laughs> Goldie Hawn movies. I do remember... Lily Tomlin or Shelley Long or... I remember, hello, I'm Shelley Long. <laughs> Wait, is that, have you seen that video? It's a super cut of all of her saying Shelley Duvall. Shelley Duvall. That's, that's Shelley Duvall. Not Shelley Long. I loved fairy tale hello, theater I'm as a Sh- kid. Shelley Duvall. Mm-hmm. Hello, I'm Shelley, I'm Shelley Duvall. Duvall. It's like a nightmare. I'm Shelley Duvall. Yeah. <laughs> There's like somewhere she pauses hello, and I'm it Shelley fucks Duvall. you up. Yeah. She's hello. Like, hello. I'm, I'm Shelley Duvall. Duvall. <laughs> and you're like, ah! <laughs> oh, when is it coming? <laughs> yeah. um, I do remember, uh, yeah, for me, I like the Christopher Pike books. I liked them and I never really realized why I liked certain things or why I was so obsessed with certain things mm-hmm. as a kid. Um, Christopher Pike being one of them. Um, I remember the movie uh, Anastasia really. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed with it it's and couldn't movie. realize why. And it's because it's like these women are controlling their fates and are like yep. being the hero and like well, even every Disney movie, everybody's praising Frozen like it was the first <laughs> fucking feminist movie Disney had ever made. Yeah. But it's not even that feminist. Not really. No. I mean, it's feminist for its absence of love interest for Elsa, I guess. But I mean, mm-hmm. I really but liked like Mulan every- as a kid. Mulan saves China. Yeah. How is that? Mulan yeah. saves China. Mulan. Yeah. That's the thing I'm always saying. Goes Mulan drag. Somehow China. It gets a heterosexual male to fall in love with her while mm-hmm. she's in drag. And then saves fucking China. Yep. Um, Don't tell me that Frozen <laughs> is feminist when Mulan saves China. <laughs> um, Belle wants to get out of her small town. Oh, yeah. It's and- incidental that she falls in love. Mm-hmm. Ariel wants to live on land. Before she meets Eric, it's incidental that she falls in love. Yeah, she is wanting land. Yeah. Maybe Eric is just a manifestation of like her desire to be human. It's a side note. <laughs> I mean, I know it takes up the whole rest of the movie, but it's a side <laughs> note to her desire to live on land. Uh, she wouldn't have, she was already collecting shit. She was brushing her before, hair with a fork. Yeah. She was collecting every little bit and dreaming and scheming and working together. Dreaming get, and scheming. Dreaming and scheming. That's what women are all about. Sisters are doing it. 
Bon <laughs> anyway, anyway, loved it. You guys, we really loved hopeful it. that this train does not oh. take another detour. Meep, meep. Yikes. Um, yep, all aboard the train to give me a kiss. Yep. I'm excited. Um, give me a kiss. The plot listed on Amazon is recording her most private secrets in her diary. Jane Retton hides the diary from everyone until it is discovered at her school, <gasps> revealing in a final entry that a killing spree is about to take place. And then amusingly, reissue. Oh, <laughs> great. Oh my gosh. I can't wait uh, to read that. I hope. I hope, I hope it's not like, dear diary, now. Ricky doesn't know I exist. And I killed a man last summer and <laughs> it's really bugging my me. My sister is ethereal and doomed. <laughs> oh, my best friend is so ugly. <laughs> but I'm beautiful. Big nose and chunky back. <laughs> it's a fun. I'm just going to keep saying it back. That is so uh, funny that you thought she just had a chubby back. back. <laughs> oh, you see her rib cage? It's, it's Ooh, so lumpy. Chunky. Um, lumpy. We love you. Oh, Doughy rib cage. Um, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, please leave a review, you guys. Like, yep. I mean, if it's nice. Um, no uh, one stars. Get the fuck out. Yeah, get the fuck out. Yeah. You don't have like to listen. Us, review us on iTunes. Yeah. Follow um, us on Teen... At, on Twitter, Teen Creeps Pod. Send us an email that we haven't checked yet. Yep. <laughs> TeenCreepsPod at gmail.com. Yeah, maybe we'll have a very right. special pod? email reading. It's pod. Because yeah. I was trying to. You were do trying to do cast. Remembering advice in my head, and I was like, pod people. Remember pod people. Remember pod people. Teen Creeps Pod people. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That would be so creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, you guys. Tune in for Give Me a Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>